birthday allison yes my first question hunter was in bands <laughs> yeah my first question are we having cake uh no we're having cannolis okay is that is that acceptable no okay <laughs> there are also a couple of lobster tails not actual lobster lo- tails it's a pastry yeah i never heard of it either does it have lobster in it no no, Damn no it's like a bear claw where it doesn't actually involve bears oh no it's flaky and it has cream filling yeah, it's like if a croissant wanted to be a cannoli. A cannoli. Yeah. Yeah. Am I talking loud enough? Yeah, you're good. Because I can sure? always, yeah, I can always adjust it. This is fine. Um. Thank you for my song, sweetheart. Sure. <laughs> it's thematically relevant. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, listeners, um, what I have said is true. If you're listening to this on the Wednesday that this episode drops, it is. Allison's birthday. And so, also, recording this, Hunter had the toothache, but hopefully toothache. by now it is better, but we'll see. It's fine. By the time this comes out, it'll either be better, or I will not have that tooth anymore. Doesn't matter. But that might make it better. That'd be great. It's totally fine. I'll do it. Yeah. S- send it to Danhausen. I thought about it. <laughs> you get a string and a, and a door? I mean, I got pliers. <laughs> you, you wouldn't do that, though. Eh. I'd do it. I've done weirder, worse stuff. You haven't. I fished that piece of glass out of my hand with a, with a razor blade and tweezers. That was pretty deep. Hunter got hit by a car yeah, and they said right. they got all the glass and they didn't get all they the glass. Not. And then a yeah. year later or whatever Yeah, it was. every time I would yeah. like lean a certain way, I would get this stabbing pain in my palm. And I was like, I guarantee there's more glass in there. Because there was scar tissue. And at first I thought it was that. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's just like a weird knot of scar tissue. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, mm, I don't think so. So then I just started cutting. that's metal yeah and i was like i'm not going with they're gonna charge me like 300 dollars to do this thing that i can do so i did it yeah yeah if i thought it was something where it's like oh you're you know my limbs were all broken or on backwards or something i'd definitely go to hospital for that on backwards yeah that's outside my yeah i can't do that with pliers that's outside my abilities but like i've been like well maybe this tube might be kind of loose maybe i could just could joink it tie it to a door and you slam the door like on sitcoms. Yeah. I tie it to the uh, top of a diving board and then I do a backwards belly flop. You do a triple lindy. <laughs> triple lindy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, rent you a Ferrari. Yeah. Like the jackass guys. <laughs> yeah, they pull out... Is that Aaron McGeehee? I think they pull out one of his teeth with a, with a Lamborghini. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, we've been watching the jackasses because Hunter made me and so I'm absolutely trashing his letterboxed. Yeah, like. There are so many jackasses. Yeah, log, you know, the movies I've watched and the actors. And, uh, you know, so now it's like, well, your favorite actors of the year are clearly all the guys from Jackass and Nicole Kidman and Vincent Price.
that's not what this is. We're here to talk about. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, welcome. Hello, excellent humans. Oh, now we start. Hello, excellent humans. Welcome to uh, another fantastic episode of Hey Watch, Grey Watch, in which I'll probably be speaking a little less because my mouth hurts. How do you know it's going to be fantastic? Because I'll be speaking a little bit less because my mouth hurts. <laughs> is that better? I think so. Can you still do uh, impressions? Uh, I could do mumbly mouth impressions. Hey, can I ask? I'm going to ask you this publicly, so I so I can so you'll have to say yes, or I can just edit it out. No, this is live across the uh, to the USO radio uh, overseas. Uh-huh. Can I borrow the Batman complete TV series because I can't find it streaming anywhere? Oh yeah, yeah. Remind me before you leave. Um, sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, wait. Show. Yeah, you you totally had to do that in the middle of the introduction. Because now I'm trying to I'm, because if I if I asked if I asked pu- privately, he would be like, "Get the fuck out of my house and spit on me as I leave." Well, your fault for being a crumb bum. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sounds like me. <laughs> please, please try that again, Hunter. Uh, hello, excellent humans. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Hate Watch Great Are Watch. Are we really doing this again? Oh yeah, my I... god! Brian! <laughs> I will be speaking a little bit less because my mouth hurts. Dude, uh, take it again. God. I'm your co-host, Hunter Bush. With me, as always, is birthday girl, Allison Yukulis. I'm Allison Yukulis. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I'm old. For Allison's birthday... She said to let me borrow the Batman complete TV series on Blu-ray. Who did I invite that I'm now kind of regretting it? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, because it's Allison's birthday episode, I encouraged her to pick a movie. Yeah. I encouraged and her then to pick I kept a movie on, she wanted to, to kept watch. I picking and... wrong, so now we're doing this. I'm not picking wrong. You just were being like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. You suggested something terrible because it came out on the same date. And I was like, is that what you want to do on the your birthday? The Happy birth- Time Murders. Yeah. Oh, with the puppets? Yeah. yeah. I heard it was like, all, it's awful. Yeah. Like, I watched about half of it and I was like, no. Okay. Maybe well, I watched all of it, but I don't remember. But well, it, yes. But yeah, and I was just like, is this what you want to do? It's your birthday episode. Like, you can literally call an audible and watch anything you want. If you want to watch the Happy Time Murders, I would have done it. Anything. And then eventually, I was like, well, you like, yeah. you like Swiss Army Man. I do. And, and we also had just seen everything everywhere all at well, once. Well, no, we hadn't yet. Oh, we hadn't yet. Okay. Yeah, but 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 we were going to. Our guest today had seen everything everywhere all at once, and I had told him, "Oh, I have their other the you know the director's Daniels. I have their other film. And yes, he'd probably which, like that. which is surprisingly an oops all Daniels because it's directed by the Daniels and has no, it's directed by Daniels. Well, okay, and stars Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano. Yeah. Whoa. Although yeah. in the um, Dolby, like, uh, talk that was on the DVD, they were pronouncing it Dano. 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 It was something weird where I was like, oh, I guess I just. Dano. S- I don't know. Dano. Oh, yeah. I think it was Dano. D-A-N-O. Dano. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess Not I've been like saying Dano it wrong. <laughs> now who's interrupting the introduction? Okay. Yes, you're right. Okay. We're still introducing the show. Go ahead. Well, we haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Today's film, Swiss Sorry, Army Man, man from 2016, directed by Daniels. That's Dan Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Yes. And, um, yeah, we thought it would be interesting because at the time of, of booking this, uh, our guest today had seen Everything Everywhere All at Once, and we hadn't, but we had seen this, and he hadn't. So we thought, oh, we'd have 
a lot to talk switch. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the interim, like in the week between uh, then and now, we and now did. we've all seen it. Yeah, and we've all seen both of them, so we can talk a lot about about all of this. So, uh, our guest today. Every other Wednesday. <laughs> this is a new bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, cut that out. My my name's Brian Beerman, and I was I was asked I was told Allison it was Al, I was Allison's fourth person, and the other three said no. That's so, not what happened. So they had to because I live not too far from here. Everyone else canceled. That's who we got on short notice. No, thank you for asking me to to be on. I've been on the most. Yeah. Like probably forty times. <laughs> I, I think, think it's forty. I think this is your like fourteenth or fifteenth, yeah. Fortieth time <laughs> on the show. Fourteen or fifteenth time. Fourteen or fifteenth time. Fourteen. Fourteen. It's <laughs> a Ric Flair. Uh... Yeah, I know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So I had never seen this, but last time last time I was on the last episode I was on was Shawshank Redemption, and before I went to... I thought the last episode you were on was Food Fight. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you fucked that up, huh? <laughs> you, you forgot about <laughs> yeah. it because it was bad. Jesus. <laughs> now it's her birthday, she's just like, I'm going to be as mean as possible. Oh, come on. Because no. you can't... The knives are out. <laughs> uh, so We could have done knives out. Too. A previous one <laughs> was that I was on was Shawshank Redemption I had, and I had just seen everything everywhere all at once and I didn't know anything about the movie really or this movie I didn't know they did this and I was like that was one of the best movies I've ever seen and we have to wait to do Shawshank because I don't want to yeah we put it off a week so I can because you're like oh, I get, saw it get my thoughts <laughs> you're like I saw it today and I literally can't think about any other movie yeah it was one of the best movies I've ever seen so uh... yeah I think on the Shawshank episode I might have cut it for time but i think you did say like if you hadn't just seen <laughs> everything everywhere all at once shawshank would be one of the best like the best movie you'd ever seen i mean it was a uh, yeah i love that movie but the, uh the, this was a it's a very different movie from uh so if you haven't seen everything everywhere all at once i, I highly recommend that yeah I'm, even I'm as sure this you is... guys will do it someday yeah with someone even as this is out like it should still be pretty widely available i think it's still in some theaters it's definitely we pre-ordered it, I got the disc in, and we watched it the day it came, and um, I think it's coming to streaming relatively soon, so it should be around. It's uh, very crazy, and then you told me that they did Swiss Army Man, which I know about because you guys have a poster in yeah. downstairs in the living room, Yeah, which is how I knew this movie has farts in it, because <laughs> he's farting the title, Yeah, and I knew vaguely that it was about like a dead body, and... That was all I really knew, and uh, I mean that was kind of what we knew going into this was. Uh... I knew that, and I knew that because um, one of them, either Paul Dano or uh, Daniel Radcliffe, had been on the Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. I think it was Daniel Radcliffe, and yeah, he was like, and and for like a week or something after that, um, because Craig Ferguson had just seen the movie, and he kept referring to it as the Farty Corpse movie. Yeah. Well, also because like uh, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> did a lot of press with the man, one of the Manny dolls, yes. too. Yeah. So, because I mean, like, if you're gonna make a very detailed replica of Daniel Radcliffe, your, yeah, your whole deal, then yeah, have him haul it around everywhere just so you could see how good it is. Like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> so this movie is about there's a dead body who watches up. I mean, yeah. So there. 
That's who Manny is, if you're wondering. Yeah. Yeah, that's Daniel Radcliffe. But they, who in some shots, the they made movie. a life-size, like, dummy of him. Yeah, well, so apparently they had made a couple of different, like, casts. Some of them full body, some of them different weights, some of them just, like, a butt. Um, to hot. to use in different <laughs> effects and stuff, and they were going to use them in the movie more extensively. But Daniel Radcliffe apparently insisted on being in a lot more like, scenes. No, yeah, so you Which know, is awesome. yeah, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe, uh, I think, is a phenomenally interesting and very good actor. Yeah, uh, you know, because he was he was Harry Potter, and everybody's like, mm, that's going to be this kid's whole career. Yeah, and then uh, he was like, well, no. <laughs> yeah, and it could, it could have been. And then he was straight up like, uh, no, you're going to have to delay the last movie because I'm on, uh, whatever, the not Broadway Broad, Well, whatever, the East End or whatever, yeah. doing Equius. Doing, doing Equus where show, everyone show can see my schlong. Exactly. And he, he was just doing, I mean, like, that's a very common, especially child actor thing of, like, now that I'm an adult, right? I you're will trying do a, to pr- possess your sexuality, and you I'll know, do a role yeah. where, yes, you can see me as yeah. a not as a child, as a sexual being, or as an adult in some right. fashion, and right. uh, and that's yeah. a very common thing. So everybody, I mean, that made the rounds. Oh yeah, uh, everybody made a big fucking deal about it. I'm like, he's an adult and he's an actor, so like, it's not really weird that he's doing daring theater, you guys. <laughs> yeah, he's a British actor. They love that shit over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, a lot of like the big. British names do a lot of theater. Yeah, it's which a is different. Not it's a different same, road to celebrity right. than it is in the U.S. Yeah, a lot of you know the people that make it a good deal farther in um, like the British film industry and stuff did yeah. theater either in school because there's more of a focus on it, sure. or you know uh, in their youth or whatever before becoming you know screen actors. Yeah, because that's usually where casting directors go to is like they have a pretty deep well mm-hmm. um whereas in the u.s they're like boy that guy's hot or whatever yeah we that do, tiktoker's hot we do let's a lot give him 40 of, uh, million dollars to we make do a, a lot of a uh, model to actor yeah. pipeline or sometimes now i mean like you got a lot of people that are doing either wrestling or reality tv yeah and yeah don't forget the internet yeah don't forget tiktok yeah youtubers yeah yeah this is definitely a weird yeah. role for yeah her. For any any actor. Well, that's the other thing is almost across the board, everything he's done that's not Harry Potter related has been like a weird, daring choice for him. Yeah, I think probably the most banal thing was A Woman in Black. A Woman in Black, yeah. Because it's just like, a horror movie. Right, but like he was in Horns and he was in... Um... He was in that abysmal um, Frankenstein and <gasps> yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. Where is it? It's uh, it's like a retelling of uh, Frankenstein stuff. It's and... him and James McAvoy. Yeah, and it's written by um, oh, I can't remember his name. That that fuckhead that wrote uh, Bright. Max Landis. Max Landis. Landis. Uh, John Landis. Yeah. John Landis. Yeah. Oh yeah, John Landis is the dad. Yeah. Max yeah. Landis yeah. is the son. Yeah. yeah and but, um, yeah. John Landis, whatever. That's a whole other kettle of fish. But Max Landis is apparently kind of a big piece of shit. Um. But yeah, he made this Frankenstein and Igor type movie, and uh, yeah. it was apparently like atrocious, despite having these two like yeah, well, that's the that's, fun actors. That's two actors I really love. Yeah, but I had heard that it was not very good, and so I was like, oh, I like if I if I see it, I might check it out, maybe. But like, I wasn't gonna seek it out, you yeah. know. But this it's movie, such a bummer. <laughs> this movie actually is good. Yes, 
Yeah. And um, uh, his co-star is Paul Dano. Uh, most not I mean, recently most notably of uh, the Batman fame, he plays the Riddler. Yeah. And uh, across but, from uh, Bat, uh, Robert Pattinson, yes. Batman, Pattinson uh, as we call him. Sure. And uh, the other. Yeah. Other notable roles, he plays the the twins in There Will Be Blood. Yeah, that's all. Eli and I whatever. I don't know if that's why I first saw him. But that's that was... definitely where I first saw him, I think. Yeah. And he's great. Yeah. Well, Wasn't that's that a movie that you guys watched together, and then as soon as it was over, you put it on again? Probably. Was that... Yeah. I definitely, sugge- <laughs> I, I, I definitely was I like, can we watch it, it again? And I, it was... There was a couple movies, right, within the same span of time where, as soon as it was over, I was like, uh, can we watch that again? And one of them, you said yes, and the other, you were like, no. uh, it's like three hours long, so no. Oh. Let's not do that again. It, might have, it was that and, like, The Dark Knight had both come out around the same time, and I I watched They're them. both great. Yeah. And as soon as, different movies. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, as soon as finishing both of them, I was like, I kind of, I want to watch it immediately. We'll do it again. Yeah. Let's go. One more. One more. One more round. Please. One more again. Let's go. Yeah. Allison, this is your birthday episode. Do you want to walk us through the movie? Okay. Um, so, uh, Paul Dano. Dino. Um, it's your birthday. You can pronounce it over oh, I, yeah. I guess before we start, also, I want to say that uh, I thought... Uh, <laughs> i never seen any of the Harry Potter... I think I... I think I saw the first Harry Potter movie in Spanish class in high school. <laughs> they just put on Spanish subtitles. And it was Yo like, soy Harry Potter. Yeah, it was like, this is... This is almost learning. And uh, so I never <laughs> the saw... The Philadelphia school system, almost learning. Yeah, the, the, so I never saw any of them. And then uh, uh, I, I I thought um, it was... Uh, um, who played Frodo? Frodo? Oh, was, um, Elijah uh, Wood. Elijah Wood, yeah. I thought this was Elijah Wood. And then like halfway through the movie, I'm like, no, I think it's uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, there there is a a long ridiculous thing of people getting them kind of confused. I, I mean, I totally. I was like, no, this is this is Harry Potter because he he has a different accent. In this. Yeah, he does. He has an yeah. American accent. Well, and they're both they're both uh, the small men with big eyes. Yeah, and I guess also in this is Pale. like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm just also yeah. stupid. But... He is doing an American accent, which I didn't really think about until we were watching the special features, and then he's just like talking, and I'm like, oh right, he doesn't usually sound like this, <laughs> which was really silly. And he does a. We'll talk about it, but uh, he does. He has like a. He gets better at talking throughout the movie. Yeah. 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 He's so never he not dead, but he does get more lifelike. Especially because they shoot it out of order. If you're doing something like that, it's like, all right, now I'm like, impressive. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to like. Yeah, I don't know. Is that? Do you think that's a benefit? Because, I mean. That sort of like multi-layered thinking is very difficult to do when filming a movie because yeah, you have to like be be consistent. Yeah, a thing that doesn't shooting out of order, right? And a thing that I think makes sense when you think about it, but you don't always think about it if you don't try to make movies or anything like that. Is like you know, between when you say action, when you say cut, you're making the movie, and then between you know ending one take and starting the next, or starting the next scene, or the next setup, the next day, or whatever you know, your real life continues. Like, you have other concerns. So you're not like, oh, right, his shoe, he, his shoe got uh, yeah, knocked off in that previous million, scene. Right. A million things. Uh, and it makes sense, you know, when you actually take a second to think about it, but that's why they have continuity people. Yeah. yeah. But the Daniels make these very complicated things, and, like, in this, like you said, they shot it out of order. 
I assume. So, I'm yeah, it's sure a little bit out of order, I think. From the behind-the-scenes stuff, it looked like they were shooting stuff a little bit out of order. Yeah. Well, and, it depends on when you can get certain locations or certain setups. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and, like... There the, were definitely the, a lot of The day you can get the bear is yeah. the day you shoot the bear stuff. Yeah. You don't yeah. be like, oh, well, the bear's gonna have to come back a different day. Sorry, bear. <laughs> yeah. They had a fucking trained bear... They had a lot of instances where prosthetics or people are being dragged behind boats, like... Well, yeah. You know, just all kinds of we'll crazy... There. Yeah. So, um, and then Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, I don't know if we specifically said this, but it's a multiverse movie, so there's many different um, versions of the characters. Yeah. And, you know, you have to keep them straight, because those... Even, you know, you're not shooting them in the order they appear in the movie because you're going to cut back and forth between some of them, you know, throughout the film. So you have to keep straight, like, okay, this part of this setup with these characters goes here, so it looks like this, it feels like this, and this is, you know, how we, where we're at mentally. And then, like, right. the same, you know, characters and costumes and setup, but at a later point in the movie is going to look and feel a little bit different because of where it's going to be in the story, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff's very complicated. And I guess my question is, do you think that that very complicated multi-layer thinking, they make it seem very easy? Some people can think that way. Well, that's the thing is, do you think it's that it's a product of who they are, or do you think it's a product of having two directors that work well together like that? I mean, like, I think it's both. Like, it, yeah. it's probably partially who they are, partially that they're in... they're big a, old weirdos. Yeah, and they're they're in a duo, so, like, you get a lot more ideas that way. Yeah. Because you have people to, like, bank stuff off of, or you have different skills together. Oh, yeah, I get it. Like, um, that's... And, I, I'm a creative person, but I work way better with somebody to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Because um, every idea I come up with, I'm just like, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm the best. Right. And if somebody goes like, that's impossible, we would never be able to do that. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'll think of a way to do it or think of a way to make it doable, you know? Right. But, uh, you know, that the same thing for when I was in bands and stuff. Like, I can write songs by myself. I've done it. But I can write songs a lot faster if I'm working with, you know, other people. Yeah, people can bump you past any writer's block or anything because, you know. You yeah, because I have, you know, yeah. songwriting-wise, I have moves where I'm like, okay... This, these chords go like this, so when I go to the bridge, my natural inclination is to go like this here, to this, like to an eighth note or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but then every song sounds the same, and you're always going to eighth notes. So I'm like, all right, how do I break this? How do I break this? Right. But if I'm working with somebody else, and they're like, well, what if you do F? I'm like, just an F? Fuck, I never would have thought of that. <laughs> like, yeah. It sounds dumb, but it's true. I think it also has to do with it being a, it's an independent movie. Like, apparently the budget was like $3 million. So a pittance. <laughs> I'm sure they storyboard everything. They have to. They have like they yeah. cannot waste any time. So they have sure. everything like down to a T. Yeah. And then that that forces you to like think of all these. If you have it like that, you can like do stuff of just like this is exactly how it's supposed to be, and right. this is how we're gonna shoot it. And right, if you know like oh, a cowboy hat's got to have two bullet holes in this scene, like or whatever. Um, but. I'm sure it's also incredibly stressful because if you don't have time to do or money to do like reshoots and shit. Yeah, and especially you know you're not making they're in this instance not making this movie with like just their friends, no name actors. They had you know yeah they got actors and, who have schedules. And know? I think also from watching, I watched an interview with uh, 
who was the actress in Everything Everywhere All at Once? What's her name? Michelle Yeoh. Oh, Michelle Yeoh. Yeoh. Yeah. She was talking about, she was like, well, I always meet with the directors before I start a project because it's like, if you can't convince me to like leave my family for like a month, then like, why am I going to do this movie? Right. And I think, and she was very like excited. I think it seemed, I and I'm sure that's how they got, especially Daniel Radcliffe, who was like a huge actor. Yeah, he's a perpetually a huge star. To like, he'll do never... this like independent movie. It's like, not only is the movie interesting i'm sure it's just like wow these like i really want to work with these guys they seem like really interesting and yeah i'm sure daniel radcliffe is not ever lacking for like projects yeah yeah well so not only did he love this movie but apparently he was also interested in working on every everything everywhere all at once without even seeing a script but they couldn't make it work due to like a conflict or something but he's apparently so said like, that like the daniels so are like into, one yeah. directing unit that like he would absolutely work on any project with them without like re- regardless of whether or not he's seen the script yet or not yeah i mean yeah having watched both their movies yeah, in like, like I, a week i'd be like oh what do you guys need me to do yeah well and it's also just as like a viewer it's just like I, they're making a new movie i'll see it like, yeah i don't care what yeah yeah i don't have to you don't have to show me a, a trailer yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the Daniels as a unit have only worked on two features. Daniel Shiner directed Daniel Shiner another did... movie, which is called The Death of Dick Long. Correct. Um, I pre-ordered it. Or not oh. pre-ordered, I ordered it. It's coming next week. Oh, nice. Because um, I was like, you. I gotta watch it now. I gotta see. Yeah, so... There's all... And then before that, they did um, some shorts, TV, TV directions, some shorts, some music videos. Some of it was together, some of it was separate. Yeah, they you know, did the, yeah. the first thing I ever saw. I didn't know it was them. But they did the turn down for yeah. what video, which was like real crazy. I think it has the one guy in it. Maybe, yeah, maybe both of them are in it. But like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shiner, I think it likes to. I think he's more comfortable appearing yeah. in front of the camera. Yeah, he's in everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, yeah. He's as the Richard S&M Long, guy. the S and M director. Yes, yeah. which like that's the thing, man. Is like that's absolutely what I would do. <laughs> Be honest, scumbag. The, the the Dick Long thing is definitely, like, a name <laughs> that I would use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, That's we... entirely my kind of shitty humor. Yes. When we played, when you and I played um, the Green Knight role-playing game yeah. with Crystal. Yeah. Our roommate, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your character's name? Sir Guy McMahon. Sir Guy McMahon. Sir Guy McMahon. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she had, all her uh, stats were, like, towards uh seduction and persuasion so <laughs> she like fucked their way out of a couple of problems during the game just the one well, it, just, yeah it's a short yeah. game but yeah, yeah uh but, but was, yeah there was a scenario in which that was my strategy it's and it very worked funny. yeah it worked yeah. yeah it's really good for better or worse i think i'm the uh shinert of <laughs> of this outfit sure <laughs> i will say my my blu-ray of uh everything everywhere all at once came with you know like the disc and like a download code for the digital version and then there was like a small red piece of like like a hole punch like hole you know um from something i was like i don't know what this is and i threw it out but then after i threw it out i was like it's a it's a not zero chance that that was acid (laughs) it wouldn't be acid i don't know put it in your mouth yeah that they just were like let's just slip a couple (laughs) let's go to the plant select copies have acid in them i don't know Seems they like, might, it's unlikely. They might be like impossible. they might be like Zappa. 
where yeah, he, didn't, he didn't do drugs. He was just weird like that yeah. in general. Yes, that's totally plausible. Yeah. So I said it's not definite, but it's not impossible. Yeah, so uh, Paul Dano is... I mean, you think for most of the movie that he's, like, a castaway. He's Hank Thompson. In, in fact, yeah, they named him Hank Thompson, which is a Tom Hanks reference because Castaway had come out a little bit before this, and yeah. that was an inspiration for it. Um, well, yeah, it's another, it's a guy stranded on an island thing. Yeah. He also takes out his own tooth with a uh, ice skate. That's true. So, you, you know. want an ice skate? <laughs> I can get you one ice skate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty close to the Rizzo <laughs> rink. Yeah, well, we can go down there. And, uh, I mean, if we're going to the Rizzo ring, I'll just pick a fight. Somebody kick my friend's tooth. Someone will do it. <laughs> Picking a fight under the freeway. I'm like, yeah, don't go birds. And I'll, I'll knock my tooth out. Don't go birds. Don't go birds. <laughs> Yo, stop birds. <laughs> will I get them? Get them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, Paul Dano is Hank Thompson. Maybe a castaway. We kind of find out that he's not, but that's oh, later. That's like um, and he is at the end of his rope, quite literally, because he's going to hang himself because he is so bored and alone and sad and alone and has been sending out messages and nobody's coming. You know, so he's kind of just standing on this cooler and he's going to jump off. And he's kind of muttering, singing to himself and stuff. And then he sees Daniel Radcliffe, who we call Manny in this, washed up on the beach. And he, you know gets down and goes over and you know is trying to wake this guy up and he is clearly dead <laughs> hank's gonna go back and actually hang himself and that's when uh, this corpse starts farting like what happens well yeah. it already started farting yeah and um, then that's when he like takes his belt off to hang himself right like, he's like yeah. yeah he's he's like come on come on man you gotta wake up you gotta wake up come on because you're the first person i've seen you know yeah. that kind of thing and yeah and uh then the farting yeah and the corpse just like farts a bunch and so he's like well <laughs> and takes the belt takes yeah. the corpse's belt off and goes back to to hang himself yep and, and then, then yeah the farting intensifies and he kind of turns into a little uh farty corpse motorboat yeah and uh hank ends up you know, kind of mounting and riding him he's across the water so <laughs> through much. the titles, through the title sequence. Yeah, so much that he's jet powered. Yeah, yes. And um, yeah, he rides him, rides him into the ocean, gets knocked off, wakes up on another beach, but it's a different beach, which is yeah, a, a progress. Yeah. yeah, the this is also kind of when you really notice, like, because the the sound design in this is like wild, where all the scoring and stuff is done with like it's acapella yeah yeah it's done with like mouth noises or possibly like other like hand claps or whatever yeah yeah um apparently the rule and this was i watched a feature that hunter went to bed for but apparently the rule for them was that like if the daniels couldn't tell that it wasn't something that they made like clapping or, or with their mouths then they were allowed to keep instruments in so it's oh. all things that ostensibly sound like you right. could make it with your body. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, if we don't know it's not that, then yes. you can leave it in. Yeah. Sure, okay. Yeah. That's but cool. But they, they wanted it to really just sound, yeah, like as acapella as possible. That's cool, yeah. Um, for the whole... Uh, for the whole film and then it's also why they were able to use the uh, Jurassic Park theme was that... Uh, Which is a 
recurring yeah, motif. It's, yeah. it's a recurring thing, but it's always done, you know, in this style. And it was the, um, who did that? It was uh, John, John Williams. John Williams. Okay. The, okay. Yes. I think meant in the movie. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, they wrote John Williams and were like, hey, we want to use the Jurassic Park theme in our movie. It's going to be done like this. It's not, you know. It's, it's we're not playing it right like we're not you know there's not gonna be any confusion that this is a very different movie you know whatever and they got a like almost a form letter back that's just like you know yeah john williams has accepted uh you know and and is allowing you to use uh the Jurassic you have Park pleased yeah, john williams pretty much yeah yeah and they're like yeah sometimes you can just ask you may go people will do this they still had to like you know pay him some but like yeah he yeah. was apparently like like yeah, go cool ahead. With it. Yeah, I like farting corpse movies. Yeah, we're kind of so. I mean, like I don't know. if I know maybe we said this, but like it's a farting corpse jet powered boat. Yeah, as yeah. a human, it's farting so much. We see his ass. It's Daniel Radcliffe's real ass, I assume, or do you think it's well, a stunt ass? So they built a stunt ass. But in some sequences, it is his real ass. Mm, I can tell which one. Because you can also see it when they're, like, getting launched up out of the river. Yeah, later on, like, Free Willy. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, I think one of those is his real ass, and one of them isn't. Or maybe they both are in certain shots. I'm not sure. The full body shot is Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, yeah. 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 The close-up is the stunt butt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They show it in the making of. They show Paul Dano being like, is this angle good? Like, he's... Because he's he's really there and he's holding this, like, stunt torso. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I want to read a a thing. Uh, So, on TV tropes, every time I'm on here, every time I watch any movie, I go to Wikipedia... IMDb trivia and TV tropes to learn yeah. about the making of one. And on TV tropes it says the trope is author appeal, but this doesn't matter. Uh, inverted. According to Paul Dano, Dan Kwan, who's one of the directors, one of yes. Daniels, yeah. hates fart jokes, acapella, and the song Cotton Eye Joe. And I also hate like I I don't like fart jokes at all. I hate Cotton Eye Joe for like reasons I won't get into here. <laughs> But, uh, uh, is it the racial overtones? Is there? I didn't even know that. Probably. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Any song, any song like that of that era seems like it probably has racial yeah. overtones. No, I'll, uh, so I used to, I used to get beat up by a guy named Cotton Eye. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and, uh, no, the, there used, there's a restaurant. You couldn't afford a glass eye, so. There's a restaurant, <laughs> Texas Roadhouse, on, uh, the, yeah. um, in, Ben Salem, yeah, me yeah, and my parents used to go there, but like once in, and I love their food. It's also like country southern fried steaks and shit. But once an hour, they make the people who work there sing Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, that sucks! And like do a line dance, uh, and it's like so humiliating for everyone involved. Like no yeah. one wants to see this. It's just like I'm trying to eat food. And like no, they're getting paid like ten dollars an hour, or whatever, right? And now they have to do a dance. They used to do the. And uh, it's just like, dude. I, so now it's like I, and also I hate that fucking song. I've always hated that song. Yeah. When it was a hit, and it's 90s. not a good song. It was just like. So I hate all these things. So anyway, they they you said, hate acapella. No, not really. Acapella, I think is cool. 
Yeah, I'm but, like, but but I'm not, but I but also I I, I get it. But yeah. anyway, it says the movie was a personal challenge to see if he and his partner Daniel Scheinhart could make a movie they loved out of all the things Quan disliked. That's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, that sounds like something you and I would do. Yeah. Which it would be this because like I'm just like I don't you know. hate more stuff though. I don't know. I don't know about that. You hate more. You hate a lot of stuff. I do. I do. I mean... Don't don't pretend you don't hate things. So there's a lot of farting in this movie. There's a lot like, of it. So much that I wrote this down because I I, I watched it last night and and I watched it with subtitles on. And <laughs> this the, there's no way there's ever been a movie that has this subtitle. It's brackets farting continues. That's the only time I've ever seen that. That has to be the only time ever that Maybe, has yeah. been used in a movie. That kind of reminds me of my favorite uh, descriptive subtitles that I ever saw, which was when we were watching Ash, Ash vs. Evil Dead, the TV series, yeah. and it just had one that said, colon, screaming. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting a possessed dead body, and it's yeah. colon becomes you know anthropomorphic, and, and it yeah. screeches the whole time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and Allison was like, dying yeah so i had to go it's back like if and it get was a photo. like tremors but with guts yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so uh well their their log line for this was that they yes, wanted the their, first their one sentence elevator pitch right, yeah was that the first uh the first fart makes you laugh and the last fart makes you cry and that was their like whole goal that is a great one line i mean like that yeah. you're immediately interested <laughs> yeah yeah I mean? um so i mean also I watched, uh, they had like some sort, they got a grant from Dolby to use, I forget what it's called, Axos or something. Atmos. Atmos, yeah. yeah. Um, which was at that time like new technology for doing like very sound pinpointed sound. surround sound. Yeah. Um, and so they were, you know, in like kind of a panel discussion about sound. Uh, and at one point, like, you know, uh, Shinert's like kind of going off about how like well farting is kind of one of the most honest sounds a person can make that's true <laughs> and yeah. and then they yeah. were also talking about counterpointing um farts to singing because that's also a very honest sound but at the opposite end <laughs> sure that's true and every <laughs> fart is different i guess everybody has a different yeah Man, also with the farts, so like some of some of them were, you know, Every generated. Fart is different yeah. In its own. Yeah, way. some of them were generated about like just trying to like make like your palms fart or whatever. Yeah, um and then it's apparently much sound. apparently one of their I think Foley guys just spent a couple of days taping any fart that he happened to have. So oh, he wow. also gave them a little thumb drive of just like wow, special sounds. Like, <laughs> if the feds found that that would be like uh... Um, but yeah, but I don't think they actually used too many of the real farts in the movie. I think a lot of it was the the fake farts, the the uh, farty sounds. Yeah, but yeah, uh, there was extensive fart mixing. That's definitely this movie is like, it knows that's like what's the lo- what's the like lowest class, just like yeah, lowest common denominator, or just like farts, and it's like this movie is just like all right, that's gonna be our thing, right. And like, and we're also gonna make like but it an incredibly it, touching drama. Yeah, and that, that, <laughs> where that farts like, are a major component. This is like one of the weirdest, probably tonal movies I've ever seen. Probably. Oh yeah, when when this first came out, I was like delighted in reading people's um, like IMDb uh, reviews of this 
because it was so polarized. There were people that like were like, this is trash and I can't believe anybody would make this. And there were other people being like, this is brilliant and I can't believe anybody doesn't get this because like it's got such like feeling and heart to it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, a lot of annoyed Harry Potter fans. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, not just that, but also that. But also some people really don't like farting. And that's, okay, I made this... Um, observation while Hunter and I were watching everything everywhere all at once that like the Daniels are some of the most like casually gross filmmakers that I've ever seen and the the intent is not just to be disgusting there's usually like a deeper effort behind it it's joyous yes it's not it's not it's like the Cronenberg or, thing right, of like right. it's not like I'm gonna horrifying. you know well, not yeah. just horrifying, but like I'm gonna be honest with like how disgusting human bodies are or something. That's a very Cronenberg point of view. Oh sure. Theirs is like, boy, this would be funny and really gross to do at the same time. Yeah, and I mean also again, like it, it has a very earnest feel to it where it's like, you know, oh yeah, we wanna pretend that we're not just like gross sometimes. Like everybody does gross things sometimes. Yeah. Like, is like a... life is just gross sometimes. Yeah, human bodies are gross, that's Cronenberg's yeah. whole deal. Yeah, but I mean you know when when they do it it's a little bit more upbeat you know yeah it is it's 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 very like gleeful their whole yeah all their you know both their films it's very like fun and silly and light and it's like yeah it's gross but it's gross in a schoolyard way you know kind of thing it's not yeah it's not eyeballs hanging out and you know like whatever whatever but yeah, but it's yeah. like you it's know. licking it's... ketchup and mustard off hot dog fingers yeah yeah but it's but then it's 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 not played as gross ever. It's no, like, it's not done to gross you out. It's not. Um, no, it's like it's not. Freddie like got fingered. Crying. Yeah, like they're so weird. You you said I. What did you say the other day? That that's their thing of just like. Oh, I think that I I think that they you know they like seeing how ridiculous a thing they can make emotionally resonant. Yeah. Like, anybody can get a couple up on a, a hill at sunrise. Yeah. And have them have a conversation about, like, I love you. I've always loved you. And it's like, oh, it's so beautiful and whatever. But, like, if in the middle of, you know, if in the middle of that they were both, like, shitting their pants or whatever, you'd be like, oh, you can't possibly do that. That seems like a thing that, you know, the, the Daniels might be like, we could probably make that work. Yeah. I think that's what I find <laughs> really appealing about it is that they set the bar really high for like what they're going to have to come back to. Yeah. 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 Like we're going to get here, but we're not going to like manipulate people into it or anything like that. We're just going to sit here for like 20 minutes and convince you that despite everything, you know, yeah. this is something beautiful or, you know, that you should care about or whatever. Right. They're going to make the case that like, yeah. And they do it pretty well, which that, is Hey, like I bet really you haven't crazy. looked at this in this way. Yeah. What's the Simpsons thing? The whatever side top wise, yeah, middle side top wise, middle side top wise, like that's no top wise. Yeah, that's their kind of whole thing. Is like, have you ever looked at it top wise? <laughs> I see. I'm inclined to go grandma's boy. Have you ever looked at a dollar bill? That's not grandma's weed? boy. That's half baked. But it was grandma's boy. It's not. Oh. It's John Stewart. Yeah. In half baked. Oh. Okay, I thought it was grandma's boy. It's not. <laughs> Either way. Uh. Yeah, it's the litany of marijuana smokers. Yeah. Which is in Half-Baked. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Stephen uh, Baldwin is the MacGyver smoker. Oh, yeah. 
I think it's Janine Garofalo is the I'm only creative when I smoke smoker. Mm-hmm. And Snoop Dogg is the, I forget what they call the predatory smoker or whatever, where he only shows up to... Scavenger. Scavenger smoker, where mm-hmm. he only shows up to swipe a couple of hits and smokes it all and he leaves, mm-hmm. etc. So what is uh, that happens in the film, though? Oh, right. Because we're about 50 minutes in. So you know how I usually do like a two or three sentence rundown as quickly as possible in the beginning? Well, okay. You should maybe do that now. Okay. So, <laughs> so Manny, like... Because this is fine. We've, yeah. We've done a good thematic discussion and stuff. Yeah. Manny, the corpse, kind of like has almost supernatural abilities. He is the Swiss Army man. Yes. He has a lot of functions that are weird that we'll get more into later. So in the movie Twice, they he they refer to him as multi-purpose guy. Yeah. They don't say Swiss Army man. No. So were they worried that they were like... Maybe. Didn't have... The right say to... Swiss Army... Because Swiss Army Knife, I'm sure, is like... Copyright. It's got to be owned by somebody. Yeah, yeah, maybe. There might have also been alternate titles. Or is it I'm just sure. to, so so they're not on that Twitter account? That's like when movies say the name. Say of the, the title. title. Yeah. <laughs> give me that gun on on. It was uh, it was it was Tom Cruise, and it's like give me that gun on top of the shelf. This one was like no, the Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Just like. Yeah, I don't think they even say everything everywhere all at once in everything everywhere all at once. They just have those title card kind of things yes. in between. Things. They have um what's the daughter's name in that? Uh oh, the her like her like name. villain name, Spoilers. yeah. Oh, that's um Jobu Tabaki. Jobu Tabaki. But she yeah. keeps getting it wrong throughout the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Jobu Tabaki uh is like she's like you're everything. And I think she doesn't say everywhere, but she goes, like, you're everything in every place yeah. at one point. And I was like, I like that they, maybe this is, like, a thing of theirs is, like, we will never say the title. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, which is also good. Yeah, I know it was Evelyn, and I feel like her name was something short, like E. Joy. Was it? Joy. Joy. It was Joy. Joy. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's Joy. But, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, maybe that's the thing of theirs. Maybe they don't want to ever say the title, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. That's a good runner. Yeah. But um, yeah, you were saying that Hank keeps discovering Manny's various powers. And right. they're all vaguely scientifically, like, explainable in some fashion through, like, rigor mortis or whatever. Like, he finds that uh, if he holds Manny's finger and thumb apart, they snap together hard enough to create a spark. Which I, I, tri- I you know, I've seen this now three or four times, and I always, I assume that's supposed to be like, oh, the rigor mortis stiffened up the muscles and stuff, and now it's, like, spring-loaded. Uh, yeah. and it snaps together hard enough to it's it's uh, it's a yeah. heightened reality yeah. it's not yeah, yeah, sure. it's not yeah. a fucking biology report yeah um but yeah i thought that he was like, like chops he like yeah he holds, holds his arm back and, and it chop shit can chop wood um he shoots manny lays there all night in a cave and water's dripping into his mouth so then he's basically like a a, a water flask the next day and and uh, Hank can just like press on his chest yes, and he and spits water out. Vomit. Yeah, and he can drink That's it. Water. It's fresh water. He's got a compass yes. penis. Yes. Yes. Which so once they this discover that, insane. then like, <laughs> it uh, is. I, 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 it's just it, it's so it, crazy. It's so crazy. And then when when you think you're like okay, I get it. I, I get it. I know they, where they, we are. They like go, it goes to a different crazy place. You were like, oh my god, like that. And then, like, it pulls at the and we'll get to it, but at the very end, it pulls out the rug from under you again yes. to yeah. where you're just like, what the fuck? Like, you can never get... So I've only seen it once. You guys have seen it, like, four times. Yeah, I've seen it, like, three or so, four times. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I'm still just like, what? The, what? It's so weird. 
Yeah, and, like you it can took never me, get a grasp on the tone of it. Cause it no, changes. the tone. Is, yeah, the tone is very like mercurial. Um, but the 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 plot and the way you like feel towards the characters is pretty steady. It will, you... it, but it is like it's hard to keep like where they you know like what their deal is. Uh, oh because, sure. You know, like uh, like I said, the first time we watched it, I was like, I really liked it, but I'm gonna have to watch it again. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm definitely going to have to watch this again. Because um, there are, like, revelations in it, and there's stuff where I was like, I think there's some subtext that I wasn't looking for, so I didn't, you know, I, I until I was thinking about it later, I was like, I'll have to watch this some more. Second time, I definitely, like, the, the, the arc of the characters is a little more understandable because I know what's coming. Right. But it's still pretty, you know, surprising. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So, um, with, with the, um pointing penis um and i i don't think even it's not even like pointing north specifically but it is pointing home, home yeah yeah pointing towards civilization or yeah whatever, yeah yeah real radar it's, love situation yeah it's it's, it's <laughs> you know magic realism and yeah they're yeah they're they're gonna go home manny believes that he was in love with a woman that was on his phone um, the lock screen on his phone is a, a beautiful lady on a bus. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the show, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Mm-hmm. She was in uh, 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 Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. She's Ramona Flowers. Yeah. 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 Just really getting pined over by weird guys. Weird guys. Yeah. <laughs> over the course of them journeying home, uh, Hank like kind of starts dressing up like this girl who. Uh, well, so he's oh, like her name's Sarah, right? He's basically teaching Manny how to be a human. Oh, that's true too. And there's a lot of really like and, interesting dialogue with that. And, ex- yeah. it's, and he's having an existential dialogue with yeah. him. He's explaining like because uh, Manny starts talking and like he can't really talk because he's a dead body <laughs> and he doesn't blink or like move really, unless uh, Hank moves him. Yeah. Yeah, now over the course of the whole movie, he does eventually. Yes, he gets later on, he's closer to, to walk and shit. Yeah, closer to reanimated, um, but it's always through so love like and attention. And... Explaining what, like, what this is and what yeah. masturbation what is. What garbage and... is, what, tr- yeah. what shitting is, what masturbation is, what, you know, yeah, the, what the, the bus the... is. And he's they... doing it to, like, try <laughs> to get him to remember, to try to get Manny to remember Sarah. And uh, his life, yeah, and his life, where yes. they're going back to, right? So because, like, yeah, because the more love he feels, the uh, more his compass penis will work and lead them home. Um, the that's that is the movie. That's the movie. I calls him like a season. Um, the line though is, you know, he's like, man, he's like, what is what's this? And he's like, oh, that's trash. He's like, what is trash? And he's like, uh, you know, it's. It's it's stuff people don't want anymore. It's broken or empty or dirty or smelly or useless or old. And he's like, and people don't want it. And later, later on, Manny's like, oh, I get it. You're broken and empty and dirty and smelly and useless and old. You're like trash. Yeah. And Hank's like, uh, Manny, no. <laughs> but you know that is kind of how he feels. Uh, so you know. He's like a little kid who will just, like, say whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's a very, like, talking to a kid 
Because he's like constantly asking questions. Yeah, what is yeah. sex? And he's like, oh, Manny, I don't. Yeah. And Paul Dano has this very like exasperated uh, older brother energy like the whole time. Yeah. And the whole movie is them two. Yeah. And it's the whole movie is predicated on their interactions and in relationship. Yeah. And like it's also like uh, Daniel Radcliffe's doing like physical. He can't move, so he's like laying there. He can't move like or they, really emote like, until like yeah. Paul Dino like moves him. So it's like a real like the whole movie is is these two performances. Dude. All right, I have we have to get to the um, at one point when Paul Dano hits on this idea that like oh he uh, Manny saw the lock screen photo and he's like who's that she's beautiful and then he's like oh okay we can use this to you know uh, get us home by having him remember more of his life and whatever. So he starts helping, you know, helping M- Manny remember. And part of that is building this elaborate, like bus. Yeah. Bus village. out of, <laughs> out of, yeah. Like, uh, trash and wood scraps and branches and, and whatever. And we around. saw this in the beginning with his messages. He made, made like boats and wrote messages out of trash. And yeah. Shit. The first shot of the movie is a juice box. that says, help me on it. And then there's so like a styrofoam like, cup with like, I at, was doing something and I like, got stranded. Good at this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's crafty. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, he, yeah, he builds this, like, model of the bus. Mm-hmm. And uh, Paul Dano, that is. And he, you know, dresses up in an approximation. Of, he shaves using Manny's teeth. Yeah, that was actually yes. one of the more upsetting things. So, the sound on that is great. because <laughs> yeah, it's hair in his teeth. Yeah, he keeps, he keeps, like, dragging his face up Daniel Radcliffe's mouth and then reaching in and pulling out the hair. Like, yes, and it's so got so. this, like... <sighs> Like, <laughs> is this when it's a montage and it's yeah, a song well, it's, about a montage? Yes, the song. Yeah. It's like it's like a fucking South Park joke. So like. it's all like the the. That's another thing that where the tone is so weird because it's kind and they of do like that a in, parody. Yeah, it's like a parody of just like that it's, shit from the two thousands that like like that like the songs and... song like the uh, kind of like. Do you remember when? Um. Uh. They use the Arcade Fire song in the uh, trailer. Steakhouse. No, oh. in the trailer for. Um, oh no, that was of Montreal. Yeah, when the, in the trailer for uh, uh, was it where the wild things are? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody was like, "Wow!" And then it was like everybody just ripped that off, and uh, every every music was trying to be like this big, inspiring, like wow. Yeah, like, with all these... the. It's like a parody of that. They're like doing that while like this guy is farting flames. And, and like then they the guy shaving with his friend's mouth, and then mouth. they sing a song in this style about a montage, and it's like what it's so fucking weird. Like it's just like yeah. Well, they do it in everything, everywhere, all at once too. Yes, it yeah. calls uh, attention to like the. Uh, there's a whole thing of like the that song. It, well, it's you have no. It's that you have to. Uh, the, the one of the things in everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once is like tell so and so that you you love her. That'll, that'll yeah. you know, that's what you have to do in this this situation and the music is like you know it's this kind of airy thing and then there's this like breathy vocal going i love you i love you i love you yes I love that's you. right like yeah. in the background mm-hmm. and like that's just a thing they like to do is like oh let's underline this yeah in in these weird like paying attention yeah these weird metatextual ways i think that's fucking great and yeah like South Park did that, a, a song during a montage about montages like 10 years before mm-hmm. Swiss Army Man or whatever, but that was a parody. And this is like post-parody, 
Like it's it's so far beyond being a parody that it's just like this is how much pop culture has like seeped into culture. Like how it stopped being its own corner of culture and it's just you know it's everything now. Like it's no longer like ironic to point out you know we're doing a montage this is a montage song it's just like no that's exactly what this would be you know Mm -hmm. Uh, it's kind of like the food network all the songs on the food network are about they all sound like something you know like you're like listening to and you're like oh this could be a nickelback song or this could be a whatever like pop food network yeah the food network like all those like like just the background music they play like during commercial breaks or like, into and out of, like, you know, the show. Yeah, it sounds like Nickelback? Or whatever. Like, some... You, you'll hear it, and you'll be like, oh, that sounds like some popular artist. Like, a very distinct thing. But the lyrics are always just, like, grilling and cars. And, like, it's just, like, you know, it's oh, something it's they... about the show. Yeah, it's just about whatever the show is. Yeah. But it's not really theme music. I usually use it in, comer- like, the commercial breaks. Where they're like, there'll be more diners, drive-ins, and dives yeah, coming yeah. up. And it's just... You're like, oh, this sounds like some popular artist. Like, identifiably... But the lyrics are just like jalapeno poppers or whatever, and you're like, <laughs> like it took me forever to notice it. Wow, Kitchen Confidential, I think it was, or Kitchen Nightmares, one of those shows. Yeah. They started using dubstep. Oh uh, boy! And I didn't notice it until I watched it like on, like say Netflix or something, where they had like multiple seasons, and I was like, oh, I'll just watch a bunch of this. And in one season, it went from being, like, whatever crunchy, like, kind of Nickelback rock to being, like, kind of, like, elevator dubstep. And I was like, oh. And then I went elevator back and I was like... Elevator dubstep. That's what it was. It was the <laughs> elevator music version of, like, dubstep. Where I was, you know... I was like, oh, this is what all that casual background, you know, music mm-hmm. is now. And I was like, that's so weird. And then I went back to an earlier season. I was like, yeah, it didn't used to be this. And that's when I started really paying attention to it. But the the worst EDM elevator dance music. Elevator dance music. It is worse because you know what? Too small. Can't really dance. Yeah. Not enough room. Anyway. Where was I going with this? Uh, oh, Hank um, builds the bus and a shadow puppet theater. Yeah, shadow puppet and, theater and a dance club. And yeah, all kinds of stuff. Man, where the fuck was I going? There was a specific point I was making. I don't know. <laughs> Usually don't. <laughs> No. I don't know because you were saying I needed to pick up the pace, so I was trying to. Just no, I know, I know, but there was a. Sp- and, yeah. Damn, what was it? What were we talking about before that? Uh, I mean, about, uh, the phone, and he's dressing up and stuff, and you he's know, trying to get him to remember. Uh, and and we're we did kind of go, even though I said we would do it later. We went through a lot of Manny's powers. Oh yeah, um, no, I know that, but damn, the music was a parody. Oh, of, uh, he can also shoot projectiles. Yeah, he can, like, like, shoot. they fall into a ravine, and that's actually kind of where they do all the busts and stuff like that, is once, um... Yeah, they get trapped in them. Once Hank realizes that he can shoot projectiles, they do a grappling hook out of there. Yes. <laughs> he can shoot things out of his mouth, like yeah. a harpoon. Yeah. Um, and they yeah. were also so using hook. that... They were also using that for hunting as well. And they're, like, shoving an umbrella, like, down, like, Daniel Radcliffe's mouth, which I'm sure is somebody's fetish. And, uh... But he, like, shoots, and then they have... They must be like shooting an air blower at down his mouth. Yeah, they have like slow motion things where it's like his mouth is like his lips are like flapping because yeah. he's just fired a harp a missile from his. Yeah, it's a grappling hook. Throat. Yeah, this movie's so weird. Yeah. So yeah, so so then he's like on the bus, and he's trying to get Manny to remember the girl on the Sarah. Sarah. 
That's what I wanted. To, that's what I was getting at. Okay. I remember is uh, the scene where Hank is like walking Manny through the first time he sees her. The disc has uh, outtakes from that deleted yeah. scenes, and the one is um, it's you know Paul Dano is in the seat behind Manny, and he's like he's like you know you look and she's so beautiful. It's something in your body you know makes you break out in a cold sweat and he spits yeah. in his hands and then he like dabs yeah, his hands on moment. daniel radcliffe's yeah like forehead um and, and in then, the movie it's just you know oh yeah it's a thing that you know right. happens and but stuff. but the disc has all the outtakes of them trying to do it and daniel radcliffe like crap like totally breaking yeah and paul dano like never laughs the whole time and he's full-on spitting in both of his yeah. hands he's really oh, doing yeah, it yeah yeah yeah. and he's just like dabbing, like yeah i'm sure they got very close during the movie yeah. this movie but you can see like Boy. you can see Daniel Radcliffe be like, no, this is the this is the take. And he's like, oh fuck! Like you can see it on his face. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. I'm gonna break, and he's and he's got to keep a completely yeah. dead expression, and also like yes. one of his eyes is more open than the other. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the other. That's thing, the other. Man. Yeah, he like when he smiles, it's just like the worst smile. It's like a, it's haunting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a so ghoul. Cool. Like he does such a good physical performance. It's and like especially when they're both drunk and by the like window yeah. or whatever yes, and, and his like, one uh, larger eye is in the firelight yeah, <laughs> yeah. like he like it, it, it's so great because his like face can't move so when he tries to move it it like moves in weird ways that yeah God. a person would never do it's, it's so, so interesting good, he does he really does i'm sure this was like uh good for him that he was like i already made all the money i'll yeah. ever need so right. i'm just gonna do whatever the fuck i want yeah they're yeah. gonna you great. know they're going to rerun these movies on TV yeah, and they'll bring them they'll back make to another theaters. one yeah. in 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be paying me likeness rights for the rest yeah. of my entire fucking natural life. So the other funny thing is like, again, the Dolby interview and stuff like that, they were talking about doing, um, uh, the, the, I forget what it's called, but when you're, uh, doing sound in studio because you didn't get it wild. Foley. I guess. Foley work. But, ADR. Yeah. The ADR. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, that was actually like super easy because, you know, Paul Dano is like a, you know, professional and stuff. And Daniel Radcliffe is like, was a child actor. So yeah, like so he was extremely directable where it's like, okay, you know, this, but a little bit more and, you know, he'll just, you know, dial go. it in. Yeah. yeah. That's been doing this for him. <laughs> So like, that was actually like really, uh, efficient. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They're both, I guess, child actors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. I don't know what Paul Dano's early career was like, but like, no, but like he's, he's really good. In, uh, yeah, he's there will be blood. yeah. Even in that, he's young. Yeah. I know that wasn't his first thing. That was just the first thing that I yeah. became familiar with him. Yeah, they're they're pros. Um, what yeah. was the one where um he's in like a cult or whatever? And Paul Dano? Uh, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. And and he gets like tortured by um oh um, Hugh Jackman. It's not a cult. Oh, okay. Well, no, 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 but yeah. yeah um, yeah. what's that called? Uh, 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 that's the uh, Denis Villeneuve. Um, yeah prisoners yeah yeah he's like um he's also really good in that he's like. great in that yeah he's a real creep in that yeah um and uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's so good in that i forgot about that yeah it's a good movie yeah. denis villeneuve yeah you can do it now yeah, i know how to say it no. <laughs> um it's called back we, to episode eight yeah 80 we, episodes ago we didn't oh wow <laughs> 
Um, yeah, we didn't look it up before we did Dune, and then Hunter had to keep dropping in how to correctly say Denis Villeneuve. Uh, you had to edit it in. Yeah, because yeah. like so it was it was me. Like, real, like apparent. Yeah, like, I did it, was, it on purpose. It was me, Hunter, and yeah, Carter. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was me and Allison and uh, uh, our friend Carter. Hi, Carter. Hi, Carter. Um, Come I, back on the podcast. We were like, if you're is, ever it, in Philly. is it villain? I was like, is he French or is he Spanish? Yeah, is it Villeneuve? Or we're like, I don't know. So I just did this drop in of like yeah. Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Having fun with the format. Kind of like Daniels. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, so also with the. Um, extended scenes and stuff like that they pretty specifically have manny ask about sex and fetishes and stuff and well he learns what a fetish well because uh it's a longer version of it that. is yeah, yeah. Oh, okay but and yeah. so yeah i mean like you know hank's like you know there are even some people out there that would uh you know especially like you but not i don't think that's okay <laughs> just as you know and I'm, I'm like i guess they figured that was putting too fine a point on yeah necrophilia well. <laughs> Because this is a little blurry in parts. Um, yeah, there, it's, it's pretty. It's not that blurry. It's pretty clear. <laughs> there is a thing well, where he's like, he's you know, he's like, he's like, uh, what is sex? And you know, he's like, well, it's you know, whatever. I forget what how he phrases his you know. Because again, it's like talking to a little kid. He's Hank is uncomfortable with sex and sexuality. With sex and sexuality for a bunch of reasons. Yes. Um, and uh, there, I want to talk more about that. But uh, so he. He, t- he really does talk to him like a little kid because he doesn't talk to him like an adult. Like, you know, your penis and you use your penis to, you know, he's like, you got your special part. You have to, you know, like whatever. Um, and, but I like that the button on that is Daniel Radcliffe's like, when you put that cork in my butt, which he does to get yes. him to stop farting, he's like, yes. was that sex? And he's like, no, <laughs> no. Manny, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I want to have sex. <laughs> like, it's just like the perfect, like delivery of that. So, because yes, it's, it, and you can feel how uncomfortable it makes uh, Hank the whole time. Yeah. 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 I mean, the subtext there, I think too, is like, you know, Hank talks a lot about like, Oh, you shouldn't be weird because that's bad. Yeah. And you know, and so like with, yeah, without, like, you can't just say whatever pops in your head. Right. Yeah. He, so... it won't, they use the R word. Uh, oh yeah that's which, but it's the one thing i'm not like super well, well, happy about with well, this it has a point yeah it I, has a I point get he, it. he uses I get it once and he's like I earnestly have said that. and then after that he's like i shouldn't have said that i sound like my dad yeah and then, and then meet his dad later yes. yeah and, and the entire rest of the time every other time it's used in the film which is only like two or three times he says like you shouldn't say that word yeah and, and that was the that was where we were at culturally at sure. the time. Well, it's it was also like, like a comment on just like uh, he says it, so and he hears it just like how kids hear it. Yes, it's just yeah. like oh, my dad says this. Right. Like, like, well, Hank said it because his dad said it to him. Yeah. So he yeah. says it to Manny. So Manny says it more. You know. Yeah. It's exactly like that, and you know, it's about that. You know, mm-hmm. it's about passing down uh, negative things as well as you know knowledge. Like knowledge yeah. isn't always good. Yeah. Teaching somebody, you know isn't always you're not always giving them the best lessons um and uh yeah so you know they do use that but again it was this was the the time that this was made that was like a dialogue we were having about a bunch of different things like oh you don't say that anymore yeah we were changing language you know at the time so i think that's like actually like i think it's a good addition to the film yeah it is like it does you know it hits you in the face when he first says it but I had I had forgotten about it and you yeah. know that was a little jarring for me. Right, but they're not casually really using it. Yeah, but they're not casually using it. It's not. You no, know. yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it is, it is with a point and it is depicted as, like, yeah, something that, like, you shouldn't say to people because, you know, it's messed up. Yeah, but he does say, like, I shouldn't say that I sound like my father, and that's your first clue that, like, oh, his father's very critical of him. Yeah. yeah. And so, he, you know, he's talking about society as, like, oh, well, people... That's where, you know, if you're too weird, people won't let you be around anymore. And that's clearly, like, a negative thing. But then he's also telling Manny, don't be weird. Yeah. And so it's a very, like, I have internalized these things that I understand to be negative, but I still do them. Right. Like, I'm still carrying them on. Which is, yeah, again, like, part of what this movie's about. As as they're, like, on their way to home they fall off like this pipe bridge kind of thing that they're trying to cross yeah they the ravine that they had built their like little gilligan's island kind of set up in when they finally get up out of that they yeah they're they're crossing this yeah i don't know it's like a standpipe or something that goes across a river yeah i don't you know yeah it's it's some sort of like thing or might it might have even been that like the river used to be higher and now it's not yeah you know but yeah, it's very narrow. Yeah. And this is, they had one of the Daniel Radcliffe dummies, the Manny dummies, uh, was built to scale, but was very light. Yeah. So that when they were shooting this, uh, all for like the faraway shots, Paul Dana wasn't like carrying a full size dummy. Yeah. And then they just got close. back. Right. They just got uh, close ups of like Daniel Radcliffe laying across, across his back to do the two shots. So yeah, they, they fall off the bridge. There's sort of an underwater kiss, but really it's more that, like... Well, so the night before, they get drunk. Yeah, and they were gonna kiss. Yes. They almost kiss it, like, with, with Hank in drag as Sarah. Yes. Yeah, and he's, like, almost experiencing, like, I don't know, like, a fragmented personality or something like that. Because he almost seems like he forgets sometimes that he's Hank and not Sarah. It's... This is part of my theory about this film. Okay. I think this, I think this film is about, like... Uh, you know, a, a trans woman. Yeah, I read uh, someone oh, talking about that. That's interesting. Um, yeah, because that's that's this is like the one thing that like I always like had questions about in my mind was what was the intent of him dressing up like that? Yeah, because it's weird behavior, but also like trying to figure out what exactly the motivations are behind that for him to be. Well, he that. made, like, the bus and the bus... He made it as close to what this would be. Right. Which, I guess, but then late, he's, which were, I mean... But he's casting Manny in the role of him. Yes, so... I yeah. guess, I guess. okay, so I'm putting the cart before the horse. So, yeah, so eventually there's a big reveal that, like, the phone is not Manny's, the phone is Hank's. His. So Sarah girl, was a girl that he met on the bus that he took pictures of and was kind of e-stalking because he's got her Instagram or whatever right. and stuff. He's become obsessed with her. Right, but, but he hasn't he ever talked to her. Talk he to says her. he's too shy. Right. But during the bus scene when he's, like, talking to Manny... Manny's like her name's Sarah. He's like Sarah what? Sarah Johnson. Like she. He, well, Manny knows because Hank knows because Manny is an extension of Hank because Manny's yeah, really just a dead body. Yeah, but they have a weird like where yeah. like, we learn more. <laughs> um, see, I don't know about that. Yeah. I no. Don't, okay. Yeah, see that that that's why it's weird. Because yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's even weirder. I think it's even weirder than that because I think Manny is uh, a psychic like sponge or relay like thing. Oh, okay. Because so later like... on, later on, he is uh, Hank is seeing what Manny is thinking, and he says it's just another weird power your body has. Uh huh. Um, yeah. And I think that that is that it, it's it was a two way transference thing of like. 
But yeah, most of this movie you could read as like, oh, he's obviously just like really lost it and is paddling around with a dead body. Mm-hmm. Because he, you could say, because he's like lost on it. He's by himself on an island or right. whatever. So he's like, yeah, it's like Castaway. If Castaway right. like lost his mind and a dead body, right? Up. Instead of a volleyball, it was a <laughs> it was dead. Like, body. Yeah, I guess I guess it's true. I didn't think about that, but <laughs> it is Castaway, basically, kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, but the very end of the film, I think the argument is that no, like this dead body might actually be like. Some kind of, you know, super being or whatever. Yeah, well, we have a lot to get to. to we do, yes. To that, but... Yeah, what do you want to... Because, like, I So, do... I guess... I, I guess talking about um when he's showing Manny, like, what love is and, like... He, like, gets it down to, like, the very detail because they're showing Hank doing it in the real world and he's wearing headphones. And they make headphones out of, like, Twine hair. and erasers. Yeah, yeah pencil and like, erasers. And he's like, what's music? And he's like, they're both listening to the same thing. And then, like, later on, they get, they get like, drunk because they find vodka or yeah, something. Yeah, they find a bottle of vodka in the and woods. They're, and they're both drunk. And then, then, like, they're both... They have this scene where, where uh, they're, like, getting real close to, to each other yeah. near a campfire. They're having and, a like, heart-to-heart. Yeah. It, like, zooms in, and, and he's just, like, talking about, like, what he wants to say to him and, like... And they're, it's just like, wait, are they, is he about the fuck, is he about to make out with his dead body? Right, his dead body like, fr- best friend. It like goes to like, cause like, you're like, okay, I kind of know what the tone of this movie, like it's real fucking weird, but it's like, then it's like sweet. Right. And then it's like, wait, are they, is he falling in love with this dead, and then later. And it, but not only that, is the dead body falling in love with him? Cause yeah. it is, like Dan Radcliffe is falling in love with him. And like, then it cuts to like, they're underwater and he can shoot oxygen out of his mouth. So he's like kissing, they're kissing, but really he's like. Using Manny to breathe. To breathe. But then it's like. Oh, I thought he wasn't. Using Manny to breathe, but was blowing into Manny so that they'd rock it up. Oh, maybe. Is that, yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. That he's filling Manny up because then he pulls the cork out. Yeah. And then they rock it up with the, the butt gas. But they're yeah. definitely like making out. He's making yeah. out with his. And yeah. it's shot it's, like it's that. It's shot like a shot underwater kiss. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on with this? Like, it's so. And in that scene where, they, where they're about to kiss, like the, the, the editing is very like, pop, 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 pop. And there's like them about to kiss at the fire again. And like, it makes sure you're like, you see the parallels oh, here. like, which is great. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. You want to? The No, just this, like, so then it's like, oh, are they in love? Right. With this dead body? <laughs> is it a dead body? Because well, it's, it's getting progressively yes, more alive. He, yeah, he like. Is that a metaphor for, like, finding somebody that understands you or is patient with you like the other thing with the fireside is that manny makes the distinction of hank versus sarah yeah because he's telling hank like i want to talk to sarah i need to tell sarah something right you know and and kind of waits until hank like puts like, gets into character yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly because he's still got like his sarah dress and wig on yeah but it's he's like an like, old uh, it's like a stand-up comedian from the 80s where he turns around and he turns back and he's whoever he's gonna do an impression of yeah yeah it's kind of like that go a little something like this sure but you know so there is also like this distinction of like there is definitely this entity of hank my friend and sarah my yeah. well, because love he, interest he, he, yeah and then he's like i want to go home so we can meet sarah yeah uh, so so weird <laughs> So my read on it is, okay, because it ends up being Hank's phone. Yeah. 
Um, and he turns it on because he has like 10% power and he's trying to check if there's service yeah. anywhere. And he can... Uh, he's yeah, once so they get to the new he'll island. He'll turn it on and then like it's like no service. So he turns it off because he only has 10% and they can't charge the phone. Right. And there's no... Yeah. No way to charge it, but also showing... So that's like a running thing through the movie. Yeah, and showing uh, Manny... You know, Sarah's photo is like one of the things he's using to like give him the compass erection. Yeah. Yes. Because he's in love with her. You know, because he has to. Right. Because he get his heart going to get an erection. Right. To compass, so they get a point <laughs> to where they have to go to right. go home. And he only thinks he's in love with her because, uh, you know, he has these. He only has these complicated emotions for her because Hank does. Is my theory is that he's yeah, siphoning sure. that. You know. Um, but I kind of don't think ultimately Hank is in love with Sarah. I think Hank wants to be Sarah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my read on the thing because like. He does definitely have a fixation with her. And he also it's knows just... that she's like with somebody because he has access to her Instagram or whatever. And yeah, you know, it's not Although, like, I mean, also when uh, Manny sees that he gets angry and the implications that it, it makes Hank angry yeah, to see her with somebody else. I read else. that as like, he couldn't check. He checked. He like finally had internet. Oh, okay. so he checked. He had, and then he, and then he found out that she like was with somebody. Right. Mm. And it ruined like his like mental, like dream of just like, but I mean, yeah, yeah I guess he could, read it as yeah uh, no i mean that makes sense too um because i know his his final line to her basically is like because she's like you know well that's fuck? later that's like well no it's the very like pretty much the end of the movie but, but she, you know she's like you built all this shit like you know well that, 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 no i know we're gonna get there yeah but uh his final line to her is like i don't know you just seem so happy and i wasn't yeah and i, th- I that yeah. to me reads as like yeah uh, that yeah yeah i hadn't necessarily thought of it that way because i think again like the way i was conceiving of it was that manny was kind of like his emotional proxy so manny's feelings towards her was a reflection of hank's feelings towards her but like yeah now i'm not sure yeah i think for for my read to make sense i feel like your read actually makes slightly more sense as far as like why he would be dressing up like that well i also think that for my read to make sense uh the movie has to inherently be weirder because it has to be that Manny isn't just, like, a, an imaginary friend or a projection onto this corpse. Mm-hmm. Manny is, like, somehow reanimated through, you know, their love, you know, to the, their friendship and their relationship, you know. And that that's how he's able to manipulate Manny and be like, no, no, you're in love with her. Which is, you know, I mean, that could also just be him, quote-unquote, like, lying to himself. Mm-hmm. And being oh. like... Yeah. Like you're in love with her. You don't want to be her. That's we're not talking about that. That's actually yeah, very nuanced. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, but that's been my read since I think the second or third time I watched it. Yeah. I was like interested. I feel like we maybe talked about that and then I forgot. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I talk about it a lot of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, did we did we do the um, ravine enough? Do we well, cover like, everything in there? Yeah, they rock it out of the water, and then yeah. I think the next Well, he big... says to him, um, what does he say? What thought does he have that he's just like, am I the only one that thinks this? And he lies to him. Oh, it's says, it's after they almost kiss the night before, and they're crossing the bridge. And he was like, 
it's basically like, hey, we're not talking about what happened last we night. Hooked up last right. Night. And it's and it's weird and you're not talking about it and I'm not talking about it and I kind of feel like this will go on forever. And I don't like it. And he's like, no. He's like, is that a thing? Is there a word for that? And he's like, no, Manny, you're the first person to ever feel like that. And he's yeah. like, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, he lies to him. Yeah, 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 actively lies to him. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, before he at best did like a half-truth or a phrasing something more gently or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, then they fall in the water, then they rock it out because of Manny's magic butt. Yeah. And, and then they're by a campfire. Yeah, they and, set up a campfire. And uh, Hank's like talking about how... He and his dad send each other e-cards yes. in lieu of actually talking on their birthdays because the one year his dad forgot and he felt bad about it. And so he's like, yeah, so I taught him how to set up sending me an e-card so I just get them automatically. And even if I'm never found again, I'll just keep getting those birthday e-cards and he might not even notice that I'm gone. <laughs> right. Uh, which is, you know. Sad sad and then also yeah i mean like i don't know i've definitely been there <laughs> i've been like man like if it weren't for social media how many people would actually remember it's my birthday i think that's everybody you know. at this point really yeah it's true like it's become such a you know a crazy thing where things are like automated and yeah. i don't know you sort of like but also, like, that's, I guess, maybe mean, because, like, you're sort of acting like uh, any any effort at communication, like, is maybe disingenuous. <laughs> right. And that's not necessarily the truth, so yeah, I don't I mean, know. I always looked at it as, what's the difference between Facebook telling me, oh, it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's your friend who you haven't talked to in a while's birthday, mm-hmm. or a mutual friend being like, oh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Jimmy's birthday. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, I'll have to call him. Yeah, it's the same thing, like... Yeah. That's kind of how I, I looked at it. Because, yeah, I had those, you know, that thought as well. It's like, am I a bad person because I don't, I didn't know it was so-and-so's birthday? Like, I don't know yeah. anyone's birthday, so. Yeah. I and don't... actually, Facebook I, turned off the birthday uh, notifications. notifications and, I, and I went back to turn them on, but I can't get them back on. So I'm just like, I'm not going to, I'm not, not going to know it's anyone's We all birthday. stopped aging. So I'm sorry. But, like, I don't, like, I don't know anyone's I birthday. I don't think it's, I'm not, it's not mean. I don't think I know I yours, but I'm going to guess, because I know around when it is. Are you October? No. No. Are you September? No. Nope. Other way. November? Yeah. Really? I thought yeah. yours was earlier than that. Nope. And it's in the 20s? Yeah. Is it 22nd? Close. 23rd. 23rd. Okay. 22nd was when Kennedy got shot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Dang. <laughs> By Beerman. No. All right. You were like, I'm one. <laughs> Was I was I one in 1963? Yes. Am, I, am I 70 years old You now? were one in 1963. You could talk, and you wanted to kill the president. And you could aim a gun from a yeah. book depository. Um, I was a communist, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I probably only know a handful of people's birthdays. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just showing, like, we get to learn more about Manny here. And then also he like talks about his mom. Yeah. Earlier in the movie, she's deceased. When Manny yes. is like, "What's masturbation?" and he's like explaining to him. And what's the story that he how so so his, his dad yeah. caught him masturbating, and his dad said that 
Exactly. Every time you do that, it takes a year off your life or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, and that made him very upset because it's a horrifying thing, a horrifying to, tell a child. thing to think of. Yeah. Yeah. That you're hastening your own mortality by self gratification. Um, yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, it's a bad, uh, it's, it's like, well, this is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. Right. Right. It's, it's worse than like, oh, hairy palms or like, you'll make God cry or whatever that nonsense is. Right. It's like, oh, this very complicated, like, yeah. bunch let of me, shit you're dealing with. Let me instill with. some existential horror in you, young child. Right. I'm also going to tie it to the concept of mortality, which right. you're also now having to deal with. Like, it's like, well, let, let me just fuck you up real, real bad. Yeah. So his mom says, if you jerk off. Uh, a lot you'll catch up to my age. So, right. And, and then we'll and, end up he, being the same age and we'll die the same time. And he said, he's like, I think my mom was just uncomfortable and was trying to make a joke. So she didn't know what to say. But now every time I, I can't masturbate without thinking of my dead mom. Well, he's like, I wouldn't have caught up anyway because she died like, what, a year or two after that or yeah. something? Yeah. So like. So then Manny's like, yeah, when I masturbate, I'll think about your mom. Right. <laughs> and he's like, no, man, it's not. He's like, no, that way you won't be weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's like trying to right, help. Because his yeah. understanding of weird is like when you do a thing that no one else does. Right. So he's like, well, if I masturbate and think about your mom, yeah. then you're not the only one and you're not weird anymore and you can feel better about it. And then you won't feel weird about doing it. And then you can masturbate. But it's a thing that everybody everybody farts and masturbates. Yeah, and, and he, dies. one of the things is he he teaches uh, Manny that every everybody poops. He's like, there's even a book about it. So he yeah. takes a Bible and, and he turns writes, it into everybody. And poops. he like he writes everybody poops on it. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, also like really like that's a fine a, line. Well, they, they make a point. I don't know. He's like. When they're going through trash, he's like, "This is, this is trash." And he's like, "And it's like an, a pizza box." And he's like, "This is this. This, this is, is empty." Yeah. And he's like, "This is old." And it's the, the Bible because it's like, "Well, this is completely uh, out of date of what modern." Right. So we're still living about right. You can't live under these these guidelines anymore. They don't make sense. Myths that were passed down for hundreds of years. Yeah, and weird it's just nonsense. Weird how that was a thing we were Crazy. saying in twenty sixteen. Um, yeah, we were saying it before that, too. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Hank's parents. Um, he's got, you know, a, a damaged relationship with his dad. His mom is dead. He's got a lot of sexual things going Hang-ups, on. Hang-ups, yeah, as well as, like, again, possible confusion regarding either sexuality or gender or both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's not great at, um, actually expressing his... I don't know, needs or desires to right. people. Because he theoretically wants to be quote unquote normal and be yeah. like everybody else, but he also doesn't yeah. and can't. Like, there, you know, he, his whole uh, uh, main point to Manny is like, oh no, like, there's nothing wrong with being yourself. Yeah. But he also, like I've mentioned before, like, he's also trying to also uh, fit himself into somebody else's idea of who he should be and he can't do it and that's part of his point is like well you can't do that so you shouldn't you know and then he is this when he um he says he doesn't fart in front of him yeah um excuse me um at some do you want to say yeah again and upper yeah um, no you know what leave it yeah whatever it's beautiful thank you it's the whole point of the yeah very gaseous um (laughs) now i'm drinking a red bull and it's carbonated you don't have to explain yeah, all right, yes. Yeah, I burped. Deal with it. Nerds. Bitch. 
<laughs> really? <laughs> Seemed like something that would make you laugh, and I was right, and okay. you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, suck it. That's a thing I've been doing a lot recently that makes Hunter laugh. Yeah, it's just, she does it over, like, <laughs> the smallest things. Anything. Anything that, like, somebody one-upped something else. Yeah, I'll be like, uh... Yeah. Like, I, I caught a bottle that was falling. Suck it. It'll be like, oh, uh, you, you know, make me a, can you make me a bagel with cream cheese? I'll be like, oh, we're out of cream cheese. And she'll be like, no, I got more at the store. And I'm like, oh. I'll open the fridge and be like, oh, yeah, you're right. And she'll be like, suck it. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, thanks. Do you remember where that started? Wow. Suck we, it? No. Yeah, we watched the snorkel and she left that guy to die under the floor. Oh, once. yes. <laughs> Boy, snorkel's a good movie, y'all. Nineteen like 60. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah, young, she didn't young give lady. A, she didn't give a shit about that guy. Yeah, a young lady leaves a man to die under the floorboards, and it's hilarious. And I then... mean, he killed her mom and her dog, so yeah. he deserved it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he's a bad guy. Ah, oh, spoilers movie. for the snorkel. Good movie. Too late. <laughs> Worth watching. Woo. Ah, uh, but yeah. Uh, the e cards. He goes. Uh, to piss near a freeway yeah he goes and, he goes oh i gotta go pee well, he and doesn't then, realize he was near a yeah freeway. while he's peeing um they just do a great shot because it's like very dark and he's peeing towards camera but you can't see anything really and you know you can just hear some urine, and there's and there's like and light there's foliage and, and yeah you stuff. can sort of see yeah. there's branches and then like car headlight reflection like rolls across him and then and, that, and, and you can see yeah, and, yeah but then you can see him like react to it like oh holy shit we're so close to civilization mm-hmm um, it's a great reaction from Paul Dano, too. Yeah. Like, so then he opens up I the phone, and they have service. And... So, before we get to this part, like, because I feel like it's... Um, sure. Well, for me, it was important to me for the, like, impact of the movie. So, we, like, we kind of feel for Hank through the... And, and Manny, like, we sort of get us... It's kind of... We're kind of... We feel bad for him. Yeah. That he like can't like he like loves this girl and he can't like say anything, and like it's like really like emotionally like gutting to like it's very sad. So we have like a a positive picture of uh, of Hank, like we 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 like him and like we feel bad for him and we care for him. Yeah, and he's... him and Hank's relationship. Um, Hank and Manny. Yes, yeah, Hank yeah. And, Man, and, and he's it makes us like him because Hank is making he's helping Manny get back to yeah that makes, as we that think at the like, time the like girl Hank. that he loves that he yeah, yeah left behind or yeah so and that's it's getting more and more animated he's right. almost like getting woken up from the dead maybe so right. we don't actually even really know where this is going that's where we're at emotionally at this point in the movie. yeah 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 Hank comes back to the campfire and is like you know Manny like I need to tell you that like. That phone is in your phone. Well, that he goes, phone Manny, is my I need phone. to tell you something. And he goes, I need to tell you something too. And he goes, Let <laughs> me finish. And he like, yeah. And he does the it's like, my phone. It's not your phone. It's my phone. And I, I'm in love with her, and you're not. And you know, I just let you think that. And because it helped, because it helped, you know, yeah, helped get us home and everything. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, and he's like, well, I, he's like, what did you need to tell me? He's like, there's a big raccoon over there, and it's the yeah, bear, it's a fucking bear. <laughs> Which earlier they kind of, they were... Hinting that there was a bear in the area. Yeah, they found, like, poop, and he was looking for... We kind of heard an animal, but then it didn't show up. Yeah, Yeah, there there was a whole thing of, like, you know, oh, Hank, why are your eyes so big? And Hank's like, it's because I'm afraid right now, Manny, and I need you to be quiet. And he's like, well, why are you afraid? And he's like, 
because of that poop. And he's like, well, everybody poops. And he's like, yes, but whatever poop that was really big. And he wants to eat, eat us, us. And then poop and, us. And yeah. poop us. And that would be very bad. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, raccoons, uh, at one point, uh, one is trying to, like, I don't know, get into Manny's mouth or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's trying to eat his face. Yeah. Yes, it's going um, into his mouth. And it's also one of the things that they uh, kill using uh, Manny's mouth projectiles. Well, the the raccoon, because like at this point they've just gotten back to the the new island. Yeah. Um, and they came in out of the rainstorm into a cave and they passed out. And uh, Hank wakes up and sees this raccoon like about to eat Manny's face, and he he like looks at it and he goes, oh, let, "Let me eat you." <laughs> and then he chases it and knocks over the thing he had set up to catch rainwater. Yeah, so he's like, "Oh no, so no now water. he has no food, yeah. and he's still dehydrated." And yeah. that's when he finds out that if he presses on Manny's chest, he'll vomit up water that he could drink. Yeah, yeah. which uh, also I thought was just a gigged uh, torso or something. No, that was Daniel Radcliffe. They had like a little like almost like a, a, a It's like a mouth guard. Yeah. That they were jetting water out of. Really? Yeah. yeah. He had like a mouth guard that he holds between his teeth. Yeah. How does it keep water? Uh well the shot is like, you know, like this and Yeah, it's like uh, the vomit rigs kind of. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, but that was actually Daniel Radcliffe it's wearing disgusting. that thing. Yeah, yeah, holding this thing in his teeth. It's yeah. just like spraying yeah. water out of his mouth. Yeah. And then they call cut and he would take it out and spit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <they put> it <laughs> back in. Wow. Yep. Pretty great. Yeah, and I, that blew my mind because I'm like, I would, I could have sworn they just routed something through one of the dummies, man. Right, right. Because yeah. that would be like the easier way to do. That. Right. God, that's so funny. Yeah. They're so weird. Yeah, and I mean that that also means that uh, Paul Dano was probably drinking some of Daniel Radcliffe's backwash. Well, it's not coming out of his mouth, but there is some. It's coming through some, his mouth. Yeah. Some drooly nice. saliva. Yeah. 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 It's just like kissing him. Yeah, I mean it's fair. Yeah, that's fine. They're they're professional. I love when acting gets like yeah weird and a little gross. And they have to roll with it. Yeah, well, good. yeah, and I mean just yeah. yeah, they they both seemed like they were having a really good time on this and really going for it, and I like that. Yeah, there's some. And then yeah, you were talking about how like yeah Daniel Radcliffe couldn't keep a straight face when he kept on getting spat on. He's just spitting his hands <laughs> and like gently patting on Daniel Radcliffe's forehead, and he's just like laughing. <laughs> um, but okay. So, yeah, so it's not a raccoon, it is a bear. It is a whole bear that is by the fireside that, I mean, over the course of, like, coming at him, ends up uh, mauling Hank's leg. He looks done for and he's getting dragged away by this bear. And, oh, at one... How did they get up through to the tree? That's this. Oh, okay. Um, Manny rescues Hank. He, like, becomes more actively mobile yeah he like actually stands up and kind of well he like drags himself across the ground like a zombie yeah um but gets himself over to the fire um the bear comes at him and he does the like finger snap spark thing and farts and launches himself like in a somersault and that sort of scares the bear away enough that he uh he and uh, hank like crawl to each other and then does another like rocket fart and they like explode up into the trees and they land on tree branches yeah yeah and they get to see the surrounding area a little bit yeah and this is more seconds. of the heart to heart you know where uh you know manny's like 
wow, you know, you were lying to me, and, you know, you won't even fart around me. And So what else are you lying about? Right. Yeah. I, he's like, the whole time I was thinking, if my best friend won't even fart around me, then what else, yeah. can, what else is if he keeping from me? If my best friend keeps his farts from me, what else is he keeping from me? Yeah, and he says, yeah. like, he's like, it makes me wish I was dead again. Yeah. Uh, which is, again, very sad. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, Radcliffe's very good in that scene, you know. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of, uh, in that <clears throat> very, because it's, it's to show the mental, like, images that are being transferred back and forth between them. Yeah. From, from Manny to, uh, to Hank. And they do a lot of, like, quick cuts and stuff. And, uh, one of the things was, like, a lighting rig that they kind of would use in Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is, like, tube lights. Yeah. Um, that are doing, like, chase lighting. Where yeah. Where just, like, but they have them set up so, like, they're chasing around this big, like, triangle or whatever. And yeah, so it ends up on on the face that you're looking at. It's just, like, light. Spiraling cre- around yeah, you, yeah, creating different angles on a person's yeah. face. And it's, yeah. it's, cr- it's great and weird and... And cheap. Yeah, very cheap. Yeah. and And visually impactful. Like, it yeah. stands out. It doesn't look like anything else. Yeah. There's yeah, also they have a lot, lot of... of um, cool little tr- the, the, I think it's during this part where they are filming Daniel Radcliffe like rocketing through trees and it's like it's like close up footage of like him like going through and I think they just do it slowly and then speed it up because they do the same thing where Michelle Yeoh gets like pushed through different dimensions it's like yeah they like just get like I think like they're both on office chairs and they like just shoot really close up and they do it slowly and then they uh, speed up the. They speed it up, and then it looks like you know it's like yeah, regular speed or f- yes. slightly faster. Yeah, somebody it's getting like, whiplash but it's like so cheap. through. It's like yeah. such an old school. They have thing. in the behind the scenes on this. There's shots of uh, I guess it's when Daniel Radcliffe is going through the branches. Yeah, and it's that big like triangular light rig thing, and it's just them with like branches hitting him. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, that's great. <laughs> which yeah. is like really funny. That's yeah, great. that and I mean like they actually had a real bear on set. They also had somebody with bear arms. Yeah, when the bear like claws Paul Dano or Paul Dano, it's like some girl with like these bear like mittens on, just like you know raking his leg. And I was like, oh, that's got to be so fun. And then yeah, there's actual like a real trained bear. Yeah, for all who, the bear shots. Right. Who like I guess is just trained to do movies because like the trainer's just going like big, big, and the bear's going like raw. Yeah. And he's like over here, over here, and the bear yeah. like turns and goes that way. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Really cool. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, okay, so then what happens after the bear? So, uh, Hank, like, I guess passes out, maybe, or something, but so Manny picks him up and takes him the last way, like, bit to Sarah's house. So they end up in her backyard. Yeah, they're like, yeah. That's, uh, I always forget how they get from the tree and the Oh, he fuck! He falls out of the tree, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, he falls out of the tree. Um, and that's how he gets knocked out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and he wakes up and he's in what turns out to be Sarah's backyard. Yeah, but he sees her through the uh, window, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then... there's a little girl there, and they're talking to the little girl, and we find out that that's Sarah's daughter. Yeah, and she comes out, and you know, she's like, "Are you okay?" or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. There's a great uh, a another little, behind the scenes yeah, thing. Uh, all of Mary Elizabeth Winstead's scenes where she's holding the little girl and she's talking to them was all one long take, and you know they just they had somebody off screen feeding uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead the little girl's lines. 
and then she'd be holding her and she'd look in her face and be like you know they you know that that's manny he was dead yeah. and then like you know the little girl would be like that's manny he was dead and the, the woman off the screen would be like that's manny he was dead and she was like that's manny he was dead until they got it and then like she'd slip into like her yeah. lines of like yeah you know are, are you okay right like she would Can, go back into acting someone? mode yeah and like hoist the girl back up you know yeah. and like and then do her line and then you know get fed the line and like feed it to the girl and then like and they kept doing it until it was right and like she was like so dialed in yeah it was great to watch because yeah she goes from being like you know that's manny he was dead like talking to to a little kid and then to be helping this kid yeah with the lines and then doing her own and stuff right and like appropriately dialing in her act you know her concern and whatever she's feeling in that moment and also like knowing when the take was good yeah like knowing when oh she said it right that time like which was cool like it was great to watch and it's all the stuff they use in the movie yeah they just cut, oh, you know, they cut back to them for, you know, reverse Yeah, they, shots. they do reaction shots and yeah. stuff to hide some seams, but... Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Sarah calls the authorities or whatever. Yeah, they send... Well, she's like, is that true? And he, like, he still can't talk to her. He can't talk to her, to her yeah. He's still... He's just, like, nods nah, his head. She's that, are that, you okay? She, and he says, Because like, no. she, she was like, he was in the woods. Yeah. And he was lost. And she's like, is that true? And he, like, nods his head. So then she goes in the house and calls, uh... Is this when her husband comes out? Uh, maybe. I mean, he comes out. Oh, he comes out after the after everybody's already there, and it's it's yeah, right. it's paramedics and it's police and it's news, news you know, people. van and stuff. Yeah, because she she goes inside and she comes out with like a glass of water and gives it to Paul Dano, and he's you know, he's trying to give it to Manny, who is now like fully dead because of the betrayal and everything. Yeah, he won't come back to life. Yeah, and so she just sees him like talking to a corpse. Yeah. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, this is way worse yeah, than I thought. Is, uh... Yeah. Um, um, yeah. While the authorities are there, we kind of realize that uh, Hank has assumed the identity of Manny and has told her that Hank Thompson is the one that is dead and that his name is Manny. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of... It's done really with a light touch where I'm not sure if it's an intentional thing or if it's just, like... Because he's barely talking. Yeah. So if he's just, like, running with what they assume, because, like, the phone is on Manny. Yeah. And they find the phone, they're like, oh, it says it's Hank Thompson's phone. You know, like, that kind oh, of thing. Okay. I think yeah. is what they, what they... Yeah. Maybe. So I think he's just he kind of letting that, it happen. Yeah. Sure. And, yeah, like, his dad shows well, he's up. he's probably afraid. Right? Yeah. It might be, like, because he has pictures of this random lady on his phone. Yeah. And now he's... In her backyard with a with corpse. With a dead body. Yeah. Yeah. It does look extremely sketchy. <laughs> and then it like... It's not, what you, it's not what you think it is. So then the news people are about to put him on the news and the cop goes over to Sarah with the phone and she's like, could you take a look at this? And it's like... Yeah. Then like, then we also find out that the things that he built were like basically like a block away like well yeah, before are... that even like hank's dad shows up yeah and, and he's like they're like can you take you know, a look at this body and yeah, he and can't he, do and, it and yeah he can't even id him and he's just like sitting in his truck crying and stuff and so then hank's gonna get interviewed by the news and he kind of has like a crisis of conscience and is like she's like on... so we're here with manny yeah and he's like you know my name but is in the background yeah. the police are showing, showing her. her the phone yeah. yeah so it's like it's like as he's getting interviewed like what's at actually what were this like real nice 
it's like this is a weird story but it's like oh we like him and now it's just like oh was he just a fucking psycho who was living in her backyard and like (laughs) stalking her and like this is all coming to play live on TV because we're seeing her react to yeah somebody's showing her the phone and she's like oh my god and it's just like oh all this like weird cute like like shit is like completely the rug is completely pulled out from under you and it's like oh he's like a fucking psycho and he was like yeah potentially like yeah and so it like completely changes the movie completely yeah and he yeah like like Allison said he he's like I'm I'm not Manny I'm Hank Thompson and he's like that's Manny and he's like you know he has powers yeah and he's <laughs> he's really unhinged like he has special powers and like and, and I'm not gonna like, what yeah the and they fuck? you know and and there's a line of dialogue that somebody in the background delivers where they're like talking about Manny and they're like. And that's probably just another jumper, uh, you know, when people jump off that bridge, they wash out into the, onto the beach. And nobody comes to claim them. Yeah, and he's like, what yeah. are you going to do now? He's like, uh, we'll put them in the morgue, and then no one will come yeah, to claim we'll them. Yeah, wait two weeks, and then they'll have a funeral that nobody goes to. Yeah. And uh, so Hank hears that, but there's so much going on, you know, so many moving parts in this that yes. he's like, he's like, oh shit, whatever, whatever, and my dad's here, and I'm going to be interviewed. And he talks to his dad, and his dad says some shit to him. Yeah, and then he's like, he says the R, R word. Yeah, he's again, like, don't use that. He's like, he's like, Dad, don't. Well, that's he goes like, I'm not gonna let Manny, you know, I'm not gonna let them take him away. So he live on the news goes down, rides a dead body, opens yeah. the rides back of like the opens the back of, opens the back of the ambulance. Yeah, pulls out Manny, who's on a gurney in yeah. a body bag, unzips the body bag, and he's talking to Manny. He's like, Come on, Manny, we're gonna go. And that's what his dad runs up to him. He's like, Don't do this. People are gonna people are gonna think you're the R word. He's like, Dad, you shouldn't say that. And then, like, yeah, he's, like, running through the yard, like, pushing, dragging him, you know, on this gurney. And, and then he rides him, like, a sled down into the ravine, which you find out is, like, right behind her house. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when we find out all the shit is, like, right there, right? Yeah, and all the, you know, cops are yeah. following him. They're like, sir, come on, you know, and, and that's when they, he gets into the river with Manny, and the river washes out to the beach again. And, uh, you know, they're following him down the river, like, come on, sir, you have to come in, you know, bring the dead body back like yeah the daughter's also wandered off so her parents are yeah, like looking, looking for, her. for yeah. yeah so they all and you know the, the cops the paramedics uh you know the whole family and uh they all find hank's the, dad yeah they all go down to the beach again and find like the evidence of like he's been living on almost their property stalking them right this entire time this guy who has a bunch of photos of your wife and has a, been and down a dead here body yeah and his best friend is a dead body and he built like a bamboo bus <laughs> yes. like, yeah. and it looks it looks bad uh i would say so so yeah they uh they wash down into the beach and uh you know he's trying to he said come on manny like please yeah just say anything just wake up or yeah and they're yeah. all like and there's a cameraman for the news and he's just like oh boy yeah and like kind of starts lowering the camera like this i can't even film this like yep and uh they uh, the cop puts handcuffs on uh, Hank, yeah. And Hank just is like, well, you know, yeah, okay. I have to prove to Manny that like, I you know I love him. I don't want to well, like. Even before that, he's telling them like, you know, yeah, like we you know we lived together and stuff. It was beautiful. I wish you could have seen it. Yeah. And I just like how ironic that is because we did. They didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul Dano farts. Yeah. And uh, the cop. <laughs> It's it's kind of hilariously funny because like the cop is like oh come on dude and then but you see in the background uh, like Mary Elizabeth Winstead and her family and they are also like oh that smells bad like they have this like yeah. yes they have this like look you know 
And then, you know, they, like I said, they've handcuffed Paul Dano and they start walking him back up and they're going to take him into custody. And then there's another fart sound and the cop's like, come, come on, on man, knock it off. And he's like, that, that wasn't me. Well, before that, he's like, he farts and he's like, that was me. This is, this is his like. Yeah, he, yeah. Made, his, he claimed like, it. He claimed it, yeah. That was my fart. That's his emotional yeah, that's like, his arc, yeah. arc yeah. is like, now he's like not afraid to fart. Yeah. In public, I guess. Yeah. So then. It's a metaphor, Brian. So then there's yes. another fart, and it's Manny. Because that and wasn't Manny me. starts farting so much that like his whole body is shaking. Yeah. Like in the beginning. Yeah. He farts. And the music swells. Yeah, this is like. He... And the cameraman puts the camera back up. Yep. And the daughter is like gleeful. She's like clapping and cheering. Because it's, it's great. Yeah. It's, and she's, she thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, it's great. Everybody else is kind of standing there like, what, what the is fuck? happening? Right. So yeah. then he farts so much that he like shoots like a boat away. There's a close up of Sarah who's like, what the fuck? Is the last line of dialogue in the yeah. film. And then they cut to Manny's like weird smile <laughs> of like. And that's the end of yeah. the movie. He's he's not he's not fully dead, mm-hmm. and then yeah, it's the end of the movie. It kind of ends on a what happened to Hank cliffhanger. Yeah, well, a cliffhanger, if you will. Well, he's you know he just wanted to lear- say that. he's learned to be himself. <laughs> yeah, so I guess. But was he he was like stalking this woman and was like living on her? Uh, he was I think fixated on her. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's more than like I think it is as bad as we they. Yeah, you think it it's... Looks. Yeah, I think so. so I don't you think, think the whole time he can... knew exactly where he was. Yeah, like I don't. He, it's yeah. I I I I uh, I think like he was like maybe emotionally like he was isolated, so it seemed like he was like he. I'm sure it felt like he couldn't talk to anyone. Sure, yeah. There was nobody around or whatever, but like, but I mean, the all the shit was like. Hundreds of yards from yeah, her stone, house. Yeah, a stone's throw from her yeah. house. Yeah. yeah. The woman that he, like, has pictures of in his, on his phone and, like... Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like... It, but it's like, oh, am I not supposed to like this person now? Like, well, like what is the... It completely changes the entire movie. Well, I think it's, you know, yeah, that he was, uh, you know, he's messed up. And, you know, I don't think he was, like, stalking her in... The what, like the you know, lifetime original movie type way. I think he was just oh, fixated I, on her, and you know, no, I, I disagree. I think he would. I think he would have like. Well, so I think he didn't know where he was when, when they got back to the beach, the new beach, um, and I think the first time he follows, uh, Manny's compass penis, he goes like up this little like sort of ravine well so there is also a question of how real any of this was well yeah well like, i think the end of the movie as, like ge- I think geography the, goes i think the end of the movie shows that you know it is real yes yeah i that that's what I'm, it's like so i mean like did you end up on the same beach as the movie resumes with after the credits yes so like there that's is a, a different beach, beach yes and they go to, yeah so the movie's sort of like picks up and then ends there yeah so i think that theoretically maybe um hank you know knew who she was rode the bus with her saw where she got off the bus probably followed her knew where she lived 
knew he couldn't go talk to her, mm -hmm. and then decided to kill himself somehow. Washes up on the beach from the beginning of the film, however he gets there, like, mm -hmm. maybe maybe you can pause those... Do you think he tried to jump and yeah, actually maybe he survived? Tried to... Yeah, maybe. And, and washed out in the bay, yeah. And ended up in the same spot that Manny did. I think he does, you know, see somebody he can find a connection with, uh, and then, yeah, rides him back to... <laughs> Sure, Simplicy. and the new beach. I think he doesn't realize is as close as it is until he follows the compass penis the first time. Okay, and he goes up through this little ravine, and then he comes back and he's telling Manny like, "This will lead us to civilization." And then I think along the way he, you know, is uh, belaboring the point because he wants to talk to he wants to like work out his shit with Manny. Okay, I think Cause... maybe, maybe. Because, I mean, like... It's open to interpretation. It, yeah, it could also be that, like, he was mentally telling this epic story of a journey that he didn't actually really take. Because yeah. they do travel pretty far together in camera, except then they didn't really go all that far. No, that's fair. Yeah, it's definitely... Uh, I don't think there's... Uh... Only Daniels know for sure. Yeah, I don't... And, and maybe they don't even know, though. Yeah, maybe. I think it might be one of those things. Because it just ends. There's no, like, it doesn't give you anything. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess No, the only maybe, resolutions guess, are emotionally, not really narratively. Yeah. I guess maybe to them they would, they would say, like, well, it's all there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, uh... I gave you all the clues, Mr. Yeah, Policeman. Yeah, but, Mr. Uh, Policeman, I gave you all the clues, yeah. Could have saved her. Uh, the, uh... <laughs> it's definitely a weird, uh... It doesn't end how I... I don't know. It ends on, like, a we real, like, fucked up, like dark turn yeah, yeah that like i think is it's i they definitely did that on purpose yeah yeah they didn't accident. just run out of money yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like this is where the movie has to yeah. end i guess but then it's just didn't like say real missing or anything it's just <laughs> to be continued yeah uh, what it this is such a fucking weird movie <laughs> like just like the it's just like surreal yes like not weird like it's no. a different kind of weird. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of flavors of weird. Not movies. like David Lynch right. weird. There's all kinds of flavors. Like I just of weird saw Lost movies, Highway like... for the first time like yeah. last last week in theaters. They did a 4K. What did you think of that? I liked it, but I was like, I have no fucking idea, idea what, what happened. happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is kind of soundtrack's great. Yeah, which is kind of similar to this, where it's like I don't have an. I couldn't pin down exactly what happens. Yeah. I don't know that there's any one way of. I feel like Daniels are a little bit more accessible than David Lynch. <laughs> yes, that yeah yeah that's what I mean. It's yeah. a different it's a, it's a different type of weird. Right. It's like it's, you're just it's like whimsical what? in a it's way. It's like that... funny, but it's like this. D David Lynch isn't whimsical. No, a lot his of... is dream no. logic. Where his like is, his it dream really logic. It's make... a little cold. No, it's way more intense. Yeah, yeah, it is a little cold. Yeah. actually. You're right. Yes. Like there's, and if there if there is emotion, it's usually kind of undercut by and it's uncomfortable other stuff. with yeah. emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very different. It's very cerebral stuff. Sure. Yeah. Whereas this is very uh, uh, touchy feely kind of. It is. In, it's it's, um, it's emotive. But but in a in a way that's perverted, but in like the more general term of like it makes you, you know, horny. The way of like that it is like twisted. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know... The it's, middle side, top-wise. It's, yeah, it's pushing some boundaries, and it's, you know, I think kind of trying to make you uncomfortable, but also maybe to get you to feel more. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, think it's, it's I think it's trying to shock you. Very interesting the way they manipulate your emotions. Yeah, I think it's trying to shock you into a place where... You're, you're more receptive to their ideas. Yeah, you're off, yeah. you're caught off guard, and therefore you'll see or hear the thing they want you to see or hear. Mm-hmm. But then it, like, but then they pull that rug out from under you i feel like at the end of this movie yeah narratively that's the ending of this is a very weird like it's like all your minute all your emotions were like i don't know kind of wrong or you were kind of lied to no were you though right that's the thing or did you actually see him at his most honest right i think that's the question they really want you to ask is you know were you really able to like see him and all of his vulnerabilities and isn't that more true than all these societal constructs that we have yes but i feel like what the end of the movie says like what you were told isn't what happened well it wasn't even what you were told but the what you thought the score was yeah what you thought happened what that was it was i feel like it's more I fucked mean, up and intense than, than I, I mean like but I, I mean I think what they would but maybe argue that's is how that, he's seeing it yeah you're zoomed in to a little square and then once that unfolds more then you get a different picture of what the layout is you know but like zooms don't unfold okay that's a, that's a, that's a right. sloppy metaphor I'm so sorry um <laughs> fine when we pull out there you go. from the zoom yeah. You see more of the the surrounding situation that changes yeah. your idea of what's happening in that yeah. small frame. Yeah, I mean, he but, might have, you know, Hank might have been completely uh, happy, you know, living weirdly in the woods uh, alone, you know, watching her, you know, and longing to speak to her forever and being some weird woods hermit, uh, you know. Would you say this movie is a, uh, I guess I would say it's like a very dark comedy then. I think it's an existential romantic comedy because like, then it's like when, 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 when you look at it again, after finding out the ending, I feel it's just like, Oh, this guy was like making out with a dead body and like living behind. Like, like, well, I mean also again, there's a lot of things. It's like, Oh, this is like real fucked up. And like, it's been like whimsical and like, cause we're seeing it from his point of view, I guess, or whatever. But like, it's like, no, this is just like a fucked up movie about a farts you know, and uh... it's it's modern myth, you know, kind of thing. Like, what even is Manny? Yeah, like what's yeah. what? The what... other thing is like, you know, how how dare you judge him when you were empathizing with him for so long? <laughs> you yeah, know? but I like you, but you, I can though. Yeah, but it's like, like when you... you find out like someone's like a, yeah. a monster, or some celebrity, yeah. or something. Right. Like... I I really I don't think Hank is uh, a monster. Uh, I think, like I said, I think he was just fixated on this uh, woman potentially because he wanted and to and living be her. outside of her house with this dead body and like dressing up like her and having pictures of her and going on her Instagram and like uh, I don't know. I, I think it's way more fucked up than he's, well, yeah, that's I, how he's presenting it. Yeah, I think he, like I said, I, I think originally he thought he was in love with her and yes. just couldn't work up the courage to talk to her. And then I think through these like scenarios that he built uh, you know, for himself, he started to realize that he's not in love with her, that he wants to be her. And he's, well, in, love that, with, yeah, that... and he's in love with Manny. Yeah, that's Which again, it depends on how much Manny is him and 
Yeah, that's a whole other because it could be a literal like a literalization of like learning to love yourself. Yeah. Yes, that's what I mean. I don't know. It's hard to say. The, yeah, it's open to interpretation. Yes, but at the sure. end, the at the end, Manny does fart his way into the sunset. What does that mean? That's true. <laughs> this is a fucking uh, definitely original movie. Yeah, I've never seen anything that the poster says. Um, it's a quote from somebody. Some I can't see it, but it says you've never seen a movie like this. Yeah, you've heard that a million times, but this time it's true. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you've definitely never seen a movie. Because it's like, no, I, the, 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 you've never seen the movie with the tone of it. No, that's no. the thing. It's, it's just like a comedy, that, but it's not. Yeah. And then it's like, is it also like a psychological thriller that's also like a romantic comedy between a guy and a dead body? Well, or could, romantic drama. Right. Well, can it yeah. be, a, can it be a, 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 a psychological comedy? I think it's all those things. And like, like, that's what I mean. Like, it's not that's much I mean. of a thriller. It's, you know. Well, at the yeah. end it is. I feel like it's like, if if we're taking it how I'm reading it, is that it's like, oh, but every, this changes everything we've been told so far. Yeah, we'll call that the Brian Bierman ending. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's still just like a, a dead body farts its way through the ocean. Right. And that's the last shot of the movie. So, I... I, I think it's hopeful. I, I don't know. I definitely yeah. feel like they didn't know either, and they were just like, "We're making the fucking weirdest movie." Like I feel like they they were like, first part I, makes I don't... you laugh, the last part makes you yes, cry." But I, I don't know that 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 I feel like they were even just like, "What if this went like when they were writing it? What if this went like this weird other way that even we weren't yeah expecting?" Maybe. And it's like, "Yeah, let's go with that," because it's just like we've already made a movie of like. It's a movie about a farting dead body, so it's just like we can go anywhere with this. Yeah. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Yeah. Uh, is there any other? I don't know. I found it so again. This is from the special features, but I found it really funny that they made a penis rig to have it point in all different directions. Then they were also showing like, yeah, back in the day, what we would have just had is somebody standing behind somebody with a broomstick through yeah. their legs. Difference. Yeah, no, this was like servos. Like... Yeah, and then this was actually like, yeah, like a, a little strap-on robot thing that they could... Servos. Yeah. 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 That they could control to point in any direction. Yeah. I don't know. Hunter, you got anything? Uh, I think we covered everything Everything that I want to talk about, yeah. Oh, I think the other... One other note that I have is like... It's one of the first things he finds on the new beach is a bag of cheese puffs. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that would be my reaction. Oh, yeah. Yay. Cheese puffs. Yeah. He's, oh, like, elated to find these cheese puffs. Apparently they reached out to, like, a ton of companies to get, uh, like, sponsorship. Uh, and Hostess said uh, yes. Hostess was the only one that said yes because they saw such a bump after uh, Zombieland. Zombieland that they'll just say yes to anybody that asked them to, like, put their, put their products in a movie. Yeah. Any press is good press. Yeah, because that's like you know that's a that's a package of cheese puffs, not, not Cheetos, Cheetos, not you know anything yeah, else. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's just cheese puffs, and then yeah, and then at one point when he holds up some piece of trash, it's a Hostess box. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yep. I think that's very interesting. Yeah. Do you want to do the vote? Sure. Do you want to lead the vote? Sure. I think this is a great watch. It is one of uh, my favorite movies because it is very. Somebody rude. is setting off fireworks in the background. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, there's just there's something about like how odd the tone is 
that I really enjoy it and find it very engaging in a way that uh, not everything manages. Because like I said, they, you know, come by a lot of the emotion that you feel for the characters pretty honestly. Where, like, they're like, okay, okay, like, in any other movie, this wouldn't work. But we're going to make you care about these things or these people, you know, and and by showing you the, 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 you know, the best side of them basically and yeah i think that's amazing filmmaking so yeah it's a great watch yeah i would say you have to watch this (laughs) like even if maybe if you don't like it i feel like it's such a it's worth the experience yes it's such a like weird movie and like weird like not not because there's a lot of weird movies but like just like yeah like you like you were saying the the tone you do there's never been a movie where this had this same tone because it's like so weird and different. Yeah, it's and really like unique. just so weird. And I think they did it. I think they focused it better in everything, everywhere, all at once, and like made it more of a mainstream thing. Oh yeah, like that's definitely a better movie in terms of like you know what a good movie is. But it's is. still like ins- it's as insane, but it's not as, it doesn't hit you over the head yeah. with it as much. Maybe. Well, this is also smaller in scope. In fact, it's even smaller than they make it seem because like you find out that he was just behind her house. Yeah. yeah. Um whereas everything everywhere all at once is like the, the universe and, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, and other universes yeah. and so that's, you know, so much larger. But I definitely uh I feel like uh you, you, don't walk out of it like people i guess at sundance that's they said people a bunch of people walked out of it which i would was take as Sunday? a compliment i thought it was well it doesn't matter i would take I it as it a compliment can, but... if i was them uh oh yeah yeah you're not it's not for everybody and that's but the thing, you have like, to see you know, it though yeah. like that's like it deserves to be experienced yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a great watch for me uh i think this movie is beautiful i think it, it does some incredible things with narrative and structure and conceptually it does some like incredible just like again yeah, it's, it's 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 unlike anything else and it's also weird that their second movie is also so unlike many other things yeah it's like the third multiverse movie that i've seen this year uh it's the best one they are brilliant like they are fucking brilliant at what yeah. they do they're very very good at what they do yeah incredible um so Daniels, yes. Uh, if you want to come on the podcast, yeah. Or if you need to hire us for anything, we are available. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yes. Daniel Radcliffe yeah. can spit in my mouth or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you're. Whatever you need. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dad, Jamie Lee Curtis can rub head. a bunch of condiments on my face. All yeah. whatever you need. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we are available. <laughs> well. Thank you, uh, uh, Brian, for being on. Yeah, thank yeah. you. For your 14th or 15th. Happy time. birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Allison. I'm old. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and Allison, thank you for uh, taking time out of your birthday to record this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for setting this up, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Brian, uh, would you like to direct people to your social media? Uh, I'm, I think I'm at Brian Bierman on Twitter. B-I-E-R-B-R-Y-A-N-B-I-E-R-M-A-N. And I think on Instagram, I'm Brian.Bierman. But I'm on the Legends of Philadelphia podcast every Monday. Cool. Uh, you can email us at write, hate, watch, great watch. That's W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. 
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWGW Podcast. Get new episodes every other Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday. See, I said it before you. It's not a race. It is. From MovieJohn.com. And please support the Movie John Patreon. Patreon.com slash MovieJawnJohn. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. Happy birthday, Alison. Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Maybe it's like a metric of the most and on average highest rated or something. Oh, okay. Because like all the yeah, so also density quality. (laughs) Yeah, the jackasses aren't like great movies, but they all get like like two and a half, three, four stars, like right in there. They're all pretty good. Yeah, they are. Like, there's no like. I didn't see the new one, but oh, it's it's good. I think it might be my favorite. See it because weirdly, like they mature, (laughs) which is a weird thing. But they're you know also still like being like. You know, Steve was like, hit me in the balls, or whatever, and you're like, yeah. oh, they didn't mature that much. Well, yeah, it's still jackass. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, God bless Steve-O. Oh, yeah. Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville, are, are they seem like great, great guys. And and jackass wouldn't work without Johnny Knoxville. If it was either anybody else in that role, or they just didn't have him, it would like never have worked, because he's yeah. a perfect MC for all that shit. Yeah. He's got, like, that weird... RJ City yeah. game Fuck show her, host yeah. like like quickness and like you know improv yeah, and he's and, and he's naturally funny and charismatic you know swag yeah my favorite thing you, you we talked about this before Beerman but my favorite thing is he gets knocked out by Butterbean in that first movie and the yeah. first thing he says when he wakes up is his Butterbean okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great line Which and it and, is and he has a concussion yeah he's, he's all concussed he hit his head on a Iraq because they're fighting them like a boss cops or whatever. <laughs> Fuck dumb shit. This has been a movie job.